From the hellscape of the Hollywood Hills comes the ghost face finale, not really, that takes us from the college campuses straight to the set of the new Stabilicious horror movie. That's right, we're getting into the meta-madness that is 2000's Scream 3. Sid is back from a PTSD-induced exile to tackle the most devious ventriloquist ghost face yet. This time, the Scooby Gang is on the set of the fictitious Stab 3, and its backlots are full of family secrets and actual stabbings. Does a VHS tape of a dead character double as an audience apology? How many secret rooms do you need before your mansion is just the house from Clue? And how many Inception characters of characters can you take before you're lost in the sauce? I hope you haven't leaked your version of the script, made sure you've cleaned the stains off that old 70s casting couch, and have your episode of 100% Cotton pre-recorded, because the Chuttle Club is about to get a cold call from Ghostface himself as we take a final, not really, stab at the Scream trilogy. Not the Chuttle. Chuttle. Surprise. Whoa. Oh, that's fantastic. So good. If what the actual fuck was a out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Welcome, Chuddle Club members, to a brand new meeting of the Chuddle the Pod Horror Movie Club. My name is Brian, and I am joined by my co-occupants of the pod, Ross. Oh, hey. And Sam. Sup. Tonight, we take a stab at making it in Hollywood as we discuss 2000's Scream 3, currently streaming on Paramount+. Plus. But Ross was having some troubles. Oh my god! Every time <laughs> I watched it, I, I watched it a few different ways actually, and it. I mean, I watched it Paramount, on two I different devices on Paramount Plus and had no problems. Yeah, double no, device boy. Mine is just—it's literally ten seconds into the movie, the audio continues, and it's just a frozen still frame. So I've been running them because I can't find my Blu-rays anywhere. Oh no! Well, hopefully Ross will find his Blu-rays, and hopefully you have a way of watching it too, because we want to let you all know. Welcome to any new club members joining us for the first time. Uh, we keep it spoiler-free up top, and we will let you know when the spoilers are revealed. Ooh. Can't forget about our Patreon as well. Those coven of witches are our bread, our blood, and our life force because their souls and their sacrifice are amazing. And we thank you for them. That's right. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Now, <laughs> with all club members present and accounted for, it's time to crack open the goo book and officially begin tonight's meeting. First order business for tonight, our spoiler-free toe tagline. This one's a... Well, here. <laughs> While Sydney and her friends visit the Hollywood set of Stab 3, the third film based on the Woodsboro murders, another Ghostface killer rises to terrorize them. Oh my god, I mean, that is horrible. Maybe? That is like chat That's the worst one That's yet. The wor That's the Pre worst when one. When it first yeah. started out, wrote that one. That is so mm -hmm. off. We really need to... Sydney and her friends are just like... It's just hanging like out. A trip to Hollywood. Three. That is so off. Uh, so I would say if I were going to do one, which we really need to, however you got to do this, I'll look into it so we can start putting in our own. I would say Sydney comes out of hiding after a killer takes a stab at the new 
franchise at a new franchise maybe or just unearths family secret i don't know family secret some about hollywood you gotta fit in there so i don't know sydney has been in hiding for two years blah 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 who fucking knows i'm not i'm not she has to return to the hollywood set of blah 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 you know nailed it there's uh, yeah some amalgamate like combine all three of those in whatever way you want that's the better than what the fuck they gave us who made this one screen three our good old goo got himself Wes craven's back to Mm -hmm. direct it and this one's written by aaron Kruger. the guru hmm He's one of them, yes, for sure. <laughs> Some of our key players in the film, uh, Liev Schreiber as Cotton Weary, um, Nev Campbell obviously returns as Sydney, Courtney Cox, David Arquette. We got a whole bunch of people. Roger <laughs> Patrick Jackson. Dempsey. Roger Jackson as the voice, yeah. Roger Jackson as the voice. Uh, Jenny McCarthy. Uh, Lance Henriksen is in it as well. He's a producer for step three yeah th- so those are some of the big ones you obviously have there's some cameos in there but we'll leave those till we get to the spoiler territory as well your big stars and then some other ones sprinkled in because i mean any good screen movie is going to do that as well so next stop is over to the goro meter fatality basically on a scale of one to ten segue to the sadness how gory is the film what are you all thinking here? Um, man, I this is gonna be low for me. I I gave this like a four. Like I did not, I didn't really think it was super gory in comparison to mm-hmm. the other films. And it's, I mean, it's kind of, I don't know. Even the consistency is a little. It's a two-hour movie, so it's kind of, I don't know. Uh, I have it at three and a half. You yeah. don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's notorious for not being gory, especially compared to the first two. Mm-hmm. Right. So, well, I'm in Scream fandom, at least. Oh, totally. It's like action Ghostface. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure Brian's going to mention it at some point. I mean, what'd you give it, Tim? I'm sorry. What is your coming in at? 3.5. 3.5. Yeah, I give it a 2.5. I still give it something really low because it, yeah. it's not. So a we're lot. both lower than you. Damn. All right, I, th- I'm, I felt like it. you were like really had to defend yourself. Yeah, <laughs> and no, I feel all right. You know, I'm honestly, uh, I'm gonna sit with you at a three point five. I'll, I'm gonna nestle right in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm sure Brian would probably get to it at some point, but I'll it's post Columbine. So, but yeah, whole that thing. makes it an average of about three point two for us over here. Okay, so only the only place to go from there. We want to sit down and ask you all, what kind of horror subgenre does this belong to? How should we watch it? And is it for beginners? I mean, back to anything with Scream, whodunit. Yep. This yeah. one, I'm just throwing it straight in there. It's not horror satire anymore. It is horror comedy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is... Um, if I... Uh, I don't... See, I, I don't even... Because it's still not comedy per se. It's still like satirizing. So it's... It's almost like a spoof in this one where it like it's, it's almost crossing I mean, the line it's, it's into like spoofing naked itself. gun or something. It's like if not quite that far, but it's, it's like if Scream yeah. was on the set of Scary Movie. Like that's the vibes I got from this. Like you know what I mean? Or I'm like this is almost lampooning itself. Yeah, lampooning itself is a good way to put it. I, yeah. Sure. So, yeah, anyway, but without, yeah, I mean, it's not that over the top. Don't get 
I, I mean, there's impression. a few. There's a it's, few things that are over the top. Over the top stuff. <laughs> Nothing compared to scary movie. Oh sure, no, I'm no. not saying that it is, yeah. but I'm not saying that. That's what well, I'm saying. It's not as over the top as scary movie. Well, certainly, certainly, yeah. but for, but not. But, but for what 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 Scream has been, and certainly something in a slasher or horror genre, it is a lot more comedic. Yeah, um, I don't know. J- just uh, just with, more with what it's been in where campy and yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a detriment. I'm not trying to like shit on this right here. I'm, just <laughs> I'm just not saying, either. I'm just saying <laughs> I am correct in saying it is not like scary movies because <laughs> that nobody's it, arguing you about that. I know. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> yeah no it doesn't have the 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 i mean yeah I, yeah i agree 100 mm-hmm. percent. it doesn't have the, the good the, i'm the, glad we all agree <laughs> cool <laughs> perfect <laughs> so how the hell should we watch this if um if you haven't noticed this is kind of it's a kind of a dividing film uh <laughs> there's multiple this is one of the only installments that i feel is uh on the fence for oh do you feel that you could watch this by itself as in like without the, without other, the two? other two i mean you know what i mean because like now it's technically in this ecosystem a trilogy right mm-hmm. um yes <laughs> although there's other yes. installments i mean if you're for trilogy heads because i mean like it kind of i mean it fits the how a trilogy would be so like if you're Scream into like, is the probably the only big franchise i would watch any of them just on their own with the exception, maybe of one of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Four. So is it serious and schlocky, loud? I mean, I mean, we did, we did, we yeah. skipped that one. Yeah, I, I said I would say watch like it, hanging out. Yeah, and, yeah. with the yeah. big group for sure. This is big. This is not a huddled up in the dark to get scared movie. No. This is this is this is the scream for the masses. Scream for the masses, as in like oh, watching well, a group. Yeah, 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 being in a mass of you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is the idiot scream. Not the idiot. Well, I don't know. No, this is like about. okay. So if you went, if my picturing is like in in Scream Two, the stab theater. I'm picturing if it's real life, that's real people watching Scream Three. Like that's the environment I would see, <laughs> like an insane theater having Scream. I want to watch them all. I want to do it for all of them. Anyway, the chartle, the chartle, the chuttle harbinger of doom. Ah, he's flying overhead. Any any warnings that he's shouting out? I don't have any big ones, realistically. I don't think. I don't have any. No, not really. I mean, like, there's talks of sexual assault, but there's not actual sexual assault in this film. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That'd be the closest to anything, but otherwise it's pretty, pretty vanilla mm-hmm. in terms of, like, other shit we've definitely covered. Yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just standard right. horror fair. Yeah. yeah, there's no yeah, exactly. The lumps. Like, ooh. And the bumps. All right. Now's going to be the best time to pause this episode if we enticed you with this movie and check it out if you haven't seen it yet because now all bets are off. Spoiler zone. So yet again, I'm just going to kind of kick the IMDb behind the scenes into the actual movie when we're talking about things here, because a lot of it and the most interesting stuff happens kind of on a scene by scene basis. The biggest things to point out going for before it is the fact that this is a completely different movie than what they originally <laughs> were going to do. <laughs> and a lot of it is toned down because it's post Columbine. Mm-hmm. So that's why all of our kills, all of our stabs are like just like a quick thing in the back. And then like you can even see the person really 
die on screen then all of a sudden you might see them later in some blood mm-hmm. type of stuff it's striking compared to the first two but compared to like five and six <laughs> like thinking about what's happening now is fucking like so hardcore compared to this movie <laughs> totally absolutely like this one dare i say you like with minimal editing could easily be on cable like there's like a, like minimal tweaks to this movie and oh sure in, yeah. in its entirety, you could play this on. Like, <laughs> Probably have to cut language more than, than violence. violence. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, like we said, the other thing is this is this suffered the, the, the leak of the script and all that. So, like, this was a rewritten from the idea of the whole stews, the cult of Ghostface stuff, mm-hmm. stew in prison, which I think... I was I was trying to think about it. Like, what would they? How would it have gone if they got with their original ideas and really played with it? I think the tone would have stayed the same as the first two. Mm-hmm. I think we only got this comedic thing as a way to just fucking I don't know change it up and deal with the situation. Because realistically, what's funny is that a lot of the um, a lot of the script was written like the same day on the set type of shit mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and figuring like, it that's... out scenes and like getting everything yeah it, it, it was a lot uh patrick dempsey i believe was hired a day before they started shooting so nice. he had to learn his shit like real quick yeah and, and um the other big one is and we can talk about it in the scene specific stuff but neff campbell was only available to shoot for 20 days on this oh wow. so her time was very limited. That's why, realistically, we she's not in it as much, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Or there's some isolated scenes and Definitely. all this type of stuff here. But that's, I think, kind of kind of some of the big things. And like I said, we can we can dissect it a little bit more in our movie discussion. Before we hit that up, my quick history with this one. I mean, obviously, we're just kind of continuing the screen train, but. I can't think of any direct history of yeah. it. I remember this movie existing. I remember seeing it at some point, but I don't remember the impact it ever originally had on me. <laughs> I was so excited to see it. I went with my friend Shane, shout out, and his dad, uh, because I was like 13 or 14 or whatever the fuck, and had the time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> had an oh, yeah. absolute blast. Yeah, I wish I had something like that. I don't. I, I really don't. I think it came out and then probably caught it on either VHS or uh, DVD when it, you know. Mm-hmm. I was all in. All in, all the way. Scream Boy from the start. <laughs> you know, well, then that just leads us to the main part of the night where we're all just going to kind of huddle around the campfire, get together, club members come together, join in the discussion, and we'll just, I don't know, chill out and talk about this movie. Movie time. We're going to get into this movie uh, intro with Cotton Weary coming back. Stuck in a traffic jam. Yeah. Getting a phone call. Um, Cotton stunt driving in this scene is awesome. <laughs> running into yeah. the back of a car, back of a car. <laughs> and then the weird sliding all over the place like everything is like tokyo drifting through traffic and shit like that hell so yeah it immediately starts with that meta screaminess because cotton is complaining about his role in the new stab three movie on he's the not gonna phone. do it That's for like less than a million line. less than a million and it's a yeah. cameo yeah 
And he goes, have you talked to Kathy about that Navy SEAL script yet? Which is so funny to me because it makes so much sense to me that Cotton Weary as a character would picture himself as a Navy playing SEAL. a Navy SEAL in a movie. Oh, I absolutely. Think, I think Liev Schreiber thinks the same way too. Based on oh, what I've heard really? about him and like behind the scenes stuff, he seems very like there's, – there's a part when he takes it like – he takes his jacket off, yeah, because he because wa- Liev Schreiber wanted to show himself. He had like been wor- like wanted to be like oh, show himself. I've been off doing pushups more, like, and I want the world and, like, to see I, this. Didn't we mention in Scream Two like he wanted to shoehorn his dog in? He seems very yeah, like, but that was like a very sweet, like it was a fun thing. It's you mm-hmm. know, Sam. It always starts. He sweet. seems very insistent on things. <laughs> I, I started listening to the commentary on uh, this one here. It wasn't that interesting, so I kind of fell asleep. But it was with uh, Wes Craven and some of the producers. And and stuff the producers just felt very producery but mm-hmm. uh they they mentioned like yeah he's like lee was very insistent on this and then he comes he mentions a few other things as well right but yeah i, I love the whole 100 cotton we get that yeah i want a hundred percent cotton shirt uh haynes i think like not i mean i have a few but you know <laughs> well, yeah i also do Actual. i really like that um ghostface now has a no a new upgraded skill and that is changing his voice to sound like other people anybody anybody like i think oh, that yeah you, you want to get into that already i mean because it is- happens <laughs> i mean we see we have the girl yeah. the girl caller that turns into Ghostface. so like yeah that sure that's a for that's the sure, first sure. time we we actually get that you know what i mean because like we'll have mostly just the voice dumbed mm-hmm. down a little bit to sound normal and then get revved up when it's talking right. to a victim but this is like completely different this is you know mm-hmm. i think at this like point still people. it could be but but we don't know like that i don't think you know the extent of the voice changer type voice. of thing mm-hmm. exactly like it could still be whatever way it's not until we get into the home and see the fucking the crazy although we don't have anything like that today i was like man 23 years later we still could not do that if we tried I was <laughs> like, but maybe I think- you can kind of start doing stuff like that with ai now but it's no it's nowhere near what he does there Nothing, and the thing yeah. that i find funniest is that he also had to like because it's not going to mimic someone's cadence in the way they talk right so mm-hmm. so ghostface has to be out there like <laughs> talking like uh like <laughs> yeah. cotton does like, and, like putting that inflection character. into his voice yeah. and get into ca- like well, I, mean, I mean which makes sense talk about like hints with like what and who ghostface is like i don't know if they plan it or not like there's there's things i feel like oh totally and it's mm-hmm. i think it's very off-putting because like you do get a sense of like either him being able to like it's kind of oh, my intro with being like a ventral is that like you've got the girlfriend who's fighting him off and then hearing cotton's voice behind the door you know what i mean where it's like mm-hmm. now you're get like i don't know that that when i first watched this movie it, that was the first time i was like oh wow okay so now we're not only dealing with like it's a it's a voice chameleon it can pretend to be anybody, anybody yeah. which is like from jump street is like okay new and improved upgraded ghost face absolutely although this new upgraded ghost face fucking loves creed um, the first song. Is that what the music is? What I wasn't even sure which awful <laughs> band it was. I just put awful turn of the century rock because oh, it no, it's, it's Creed, baby. Any of those? It's bands. Creed. Yeah, this is the music video with Dewey. Okay, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So- Shout out to Blurgio. <laughs> Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. So I love Cotton Weary as a celebrity. Like when we see the commercial for his show or whatever it is, I just everything Road about rage. this version of Cotton Weary. Oh, exactly. I, I After love to he hate like, him. like it's not mm-hmm. good, but it's so fun oh, to like hate. One hundred percent. 
Yes. Yeah. Like after he has like a whole bunch of road rage trying to get home, it's like, yeah, the the Whatever. coming up on tomorrow's episode, road rage is taking over our cities. Drivers mm-hmm. fight yeah, back. Like, there, there's already tongue in cheek, a lot more tongue in cheek, I think. But it's not right. that slapsticky stuff at all. I did notice on one of these times that um, when Christine swings at him, knocks him down or whatever, and he's like falls into the entertainment scene, yeah. there's a chasing Amy VHS. Mm. Oh, really? That would explain the other yeah. cameo later on down the road. Yeah. Which the, the, the was cameos. cameos in uh, Jan Silent Bob Strike Back. Mm-hmm. But they're making a scream movie and it's like a monkey under the mask. They're like, she's yeah. fucking crazy. Like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we should cover that that scene. just because it, yeah <laughs> that that'll scene. be boiled down. <laughs> so, so, so okay, so this ultimately leads to our first death, right? It does. Yes. I like though that one of the first things she says as she's running around, she's like, uh, "Cotton, are you playing one of your stab games again?" It's like, oh. what the fuck is like some weird kinky so this stab could stuff? Be Cotton weary, just like Cotton's got some stat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like some That's serious, uh, yeah, borderline stuff. I think. So yeah, we get our first kill, Christine. Yeah, first she gets stabbed out, in the back. Stabbed in the back. Stabbed in the back. Mm-hmm. That you. This is probably one of the. This is so tame by yes, like any absolutely. standard, especially for their opening kills. We mm-hmm. see a little more with Cotton because he immediately gets stabbed after. I did love the play, they, how they played on the fact before that with a. Uh, you know that she thinks Ghostface is Cotton chasing her yes. around because of the voice changer. So then, when Cotton gets home and he finds her, she still thinks it's him, it's but he doesn't right. know. So I just love that whole interaction, dude. As mm-hmm. the audience knowing why everything is playing out the way, it dude, is. absolutely. And then like Cotton getting his poly blend bleed out, hearing his own voice stabbing him is mm-hmm. also amazing because then you get to see the new like the new and improved circle one it, that looks yeah. like something that should be on like a spaceship like it's so does roman, I hate it so much does roman this is <laughs> <laughs> why do you hate it? go ahead this is like this is this is where okay this is what i would have to put on my fucking suspenders of disbelief, disbelief for yeah. okay to great. make this thing Perfect. work right figure here. out a way to make a voice work. changer getting because yeah it, it's it's the thing about this movie that works the least for me, which is fine. So, okay, suspenders on, then I can get on board with this. Mm-hmm. But it's just because of the time period. This, they're like, I can There's like, no, it's like it's a little bit tech. harder. Well, it's, what's it's it? like even, even future tech. Even like, worse than that is there's so many times where he wouldn't be holding it up to his mouth where he talks in his vo- either the ghost face voice or somebody else's voice. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Like at the end of the movie, there's a part where he's like, it, it, he's talking like Ghostface, and then it changes over while he has the mask on, or then like t- does something or whatever. So it's like it would have to be like sitting in the Ghostface, when like Patrick mask. Warburton, and like he has like some what and then he like, and then he like he, presses a button with, with his tongue, tongue or something to like change happens multiple times, and that at least in five they like put it on the neck and whatever, whatever exactly. And so, it's only doing one voice. It's only doing Ghostface voice. There's several not times where it does every not work. Voice ever made. <laughs> there, right. There's a bunch of reasons why it doesn't work. People who are dead. And how did you get their voice? <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, suspenders so, on. Okay, fine. Roman, I'm ready to go. Roman fucking really hates cotton. What if? Why does Roman hate cotton so much? Because he he gets him framed for murder, and then 
stabs him, kills his girlfriend and stabs him to death. Like Late, years later. Does he have? Years later. No, it's on it. It it makes it funnier because his murdered list is from the script they're doing from Stab 3. So the only reason why Cotton's even getting fucked with is because he's in this new thing as the cameo getting killed. Well, if he didn't sign on to it, he probably would have just been like, whatever. But maybe Roman got him on there because he knew he was going to kill him. Mm, he's cleaning. Right? He's, yeah. He's cleaning house. When it opened, <laughs> when it, again, my wife was watching this with me. And when it opened, she goes, this one's about Cotton Weary. <laughs> <laughs> 100% cotton. It's all one cotton weary story. Cotton. Oh my God. Talk about the worst. Se- well, I, uh, I don't know if that's the worst sequel spinoff. There's the spinoff there. Right. And then the only other thing I have to note about this scene is Cotton's girlfriend, uh, Kelly Rutherford. I didn't know her when I first saw this, but going back to this, having watched Gossip Girl a shit ton now, she's in that, and that's what I know her from. So oh, shout fun. out for her. XOXO. You know it. All right. Title card. Yes. Scream 3. Um, Joker 3. Okay. So the studio going nuts scene right after that is almost vaudeville-esque, kind of like comedic. As in like all the press people out front scrambling around. And then I love the tight shot of the studio doors closing and then just two silhouetted beefy security guys mm-hmm. like nodding simultaneously like synchronized All nodding of this is to red right hand yes. yes we get our red yes red right hand pops in before that didn't we get don't we get uh sydney's introduction right after uh, or or is that after the yeah. studio no well, no my first note my first note is, is sydney's Sid. introduction sorry yeah she's working remotely right because she's at a uh she's women's crisis hotline She's working for the Women's Crisis Hotline. Mm-hmm. One of my my note is that she has a call a flyer for the Windsor College like production of that play. She was, I guess, okay. Still went in. Still or, did like, it. Still, still wanted did. to remember that. Well, because the boyfriend was died like, on the star warrior, that was in that play. <laughs> <laughs> because she still wears uh, his Greek letters around her neck. Yes, she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So she still has that. But yeah, she's like, I'm going to frame. This. I'm going to frame this. <laughs> remember, <laughs> that's the place where my boyfriend got murdered, tied to a giant son. <laughs> but it was a good play. It was I a really great was a play. Warrior, though. It was a really, really good play. I found myself. <laughs> That was my biggest note of this scene. Here. So my note for her being out on her own, she, so she's working as a counselor, taking these phone calls, and we see her phone. This is a – so back in the day, you had a home phone that, you know, plugged in landline, and it has all these different lines on it. It also has numbers saved into it, so you could just press a button and call and not dial. Speed dial, So it's got baby. her home and office, and then the speed dial – is all emergency contacts, you know, your cops, firemen, I think vets on there, a couple other things. There's two humans on there. One is dad and one is Dewey. And I just thought it was so sweet. <laughs> the two actual humans on there are dad and Dewey. I really like that. Yeah, because they're the only people she trusts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, makes sense. Because yeah, Gail. And think about the bond they'd have by now. Like she was. Yeah. Her best friend, he was her best friend's older brother, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that she died, and then you yeah. Know, I mean, she's probably grown up with him. Like, I, I don't remember how long right. you know her, and um, I don't know if it's specifically said, totally. but uh, yeah, definitely but yeah, they had time. time together before yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. yeah for and sure. Gail Weathers at this point is just straight up 
scaling it up like from jump street like we get the podium oh, very gaily oh, very gaily yes yeah yeah we get her intro with worst hair so we start getting oh, Gail's intro with hair. with absolutely. scream two best hair straight to best worst hair, hair now but absolutely i'm 100 percent with you on that um although a few times when we saw her in different things especially at the end she has a couple little like barrettes or something in her hair Anyway, Sam commented on how it was just like so turn of the century style. It, mm-hmm. It's awful now, but it was very of the moment, which makes oh, sense because all is, these movies are yeah, very um, of the moment. The fashion in this one is. Some just holds up and some doesn't. I love when she's giving her little speech. One of the things that always stood out to me is the student who stands up who looks like he's like 45. He's yeah. like, so you're saying to slit throats to rise to the top? And she's like, well, metaphorically. He says, so tell me, Miss Weathers, was it, was worth, it worth it? it? And, and then the whole thing That's ends. That's an arcade. Oh, like, damn, mm-hmm. what a moment. Mic drop. Fucking feel that, Gail. Mm-hmm. That is David Arquette's brother. Mm. Really? Yeah. Fun. He looks old, right? <laughs> I just, yeah, he he doesn't does look like sure. a college student. And then after this, oh yeah, then the tech tech detective she meets with him, and I, I she has a good line of "I swear on my Pulitzer Prize, which I plan to which win plan one to day." Win. Detective, yes, <laughs> love her. They, that's a good interaction. There's another mm-hmm. good line in there. I didn't write it down, but yeah, there's and solid stuff. Detectives in there. got a photo of uh, Sid's mom that was found on the body of Cotton. Yes. yes. Yes, so we were like, I'm just gonna put this here so everyone knows this has something Dude. to do with a young Maureen Prescott. Yes, there we go, mm-hmm. perfect. Okay, and then this is when we get the nutty. This, this ghost face is team. for theatrics, different level of theatrics. It's it's very. This is very theater mm-hmm. kid ghost face. Mm-hmm. And then we get movie studio red right hand, uh, violence in cinema is, is this. It's all the meta commentary of yes. that con- yes. time with Columbine and everything. Absolutely, it's mm-hmm. like so on the nose right. 100% and it's like they they Cotton. wrote in people who make movies like people who make movies wrote in characters that are people who make movies talking about their limitations of the time it just gets so it's so fucking insane screamy meta convoluted I did like they bring up the fact that it might possibly be a psycho fan because they killed Randy in part two I like the fact that that dialogue's dropped in there because of the up me too from part, at that yes. time it was such a big yeah, deal huge. yeah which is so funny i've gone from that guy to like, fucking let's get him <laughs> when are we gonna get the randy kill scene oh my god and i do it's only in part two that i don't like him because i like him at the little bit we get in this and i like him in one still so it's just this yeah, just well, too i have comments on him when yeah. once you get to his scene for sure oh 100 i do like I the have, part my I next mean, note the, is goddamn go ahead no, I was just gonna say the whole the years might become before the whole once we're in the studio is just a wonderful scene. There's there's so many good interactions within this whole oh, world the that happens and the dialogue here. And, yes, uh, uh, the detectives. Um, <laughs> the, the one line is detectives. There's no reason to presume that Cotton's death had anything to do with this movie. Is there? He was making a movie called Stab. He was, was stabbed. stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking cop. That like oh, wisecracking so cop. <laughs> Yeah, he has a lot of the, 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 I don't know, good one-liners in this one here. Uh, but you were saying, Sam? Uh, I, my next one is on when Dewey comes into the- Deja Voodoo Gales? Picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when Gale meets Gale, that's my next mo- yeah. moment. Oh, God, I love that. <laughs> and Dewey's- Fantastic just, battle of wits. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Very much so. Yeah. And then Dewey pops in. I love Parker in. Posey in this movie yeah. as- 
is it Jennifer, right? Mm-hmm. As Gail Weathers. As Gail. As the Gail. Whole, her, she's so, so great. She's in this so movie. good. I know some Scream fans don't like that this is more of a her movie and Gail doesn't get, loses some shine, mm-hmm. um, which is fair complaint, but I'm here for it. Sure. I mean, I can see that as being something people would say, but totally. Or you know, I am here for it as well. I, I honestly, I like that aspect of this. That like having because I feel like char- we're still getting Gale. You're still getting we're still Gale. getting the character. these are characters of characters, so it's like it's almost like this warp perception is like, hey, if we could just kill off the entire cast, how would we do that? You know what I mean? And like you're kind of it's like you're getting Diet Cokes the original character deaths. <laughs> But you're still kind of yeah, good. yeah, sure. You know, I like. I think uh, Jennifer's a great foil for Gail. We got a lot of great comedy and just a lot of great moments. It's not just funny; like it just works. I'm I'm here for. Do it. you? St- I wish we could have. <laughs> she could have bled into the other films. Oh. I love the line <laughs> yeah. though in this. Like, do you see a camera? And then Dewey just looks down and goes, oh, yeah, you bought me this purse, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. She's like, sorry, I just put it on whenever I go out. It's like perfume. It's just a habit. <laughs> it, and as the audience, we know we saw her walk in, look around, and then reach in her purse <laughs> and turn it off. On. <laughs> She's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's, just, it's second nature to lie about why the camera's on. But then she, yeah, she, she finally gets kicked out of there, and then we get our cameo. Uh, she's being thrown out of the studio oh, of Jane Silent Bob. Damn, Connie fucking Chung. <laughs> Holy shit, Silent Bob. It's that demon news chick, Connie Chung. <laughs> hey, Connie, how's Maury? <laughs> 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 and apparently the only reason I could find that this happened is um producer just thought it would be funny. That's hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> so it got in there. The, uh, the one thing about when what Dewey's doing there. I don't really buy that Dewey would have come been a tech technical advisor. consultant or whatever it's it is to weird, the, it's right? very out of character for Dewey to be like, Oh sure. The movie about like these experience of me, all of my friends and my little sister dying. Like, let me come make sure you don't fuck See, up. I just thought that he was happened. I don't know. I thought he was just banging the doppelganger. Cause he, broke up with the original and then the yeah i mean that's essentially what it is he's chasing some he's wants to be with gail but you know has ended up with this version of it mm-hmm. but yeah it's very loose i feel brad like Pitt's yeah. sloppy seconds oh yeah do you think jennifer aniston was with brad pitt at that time and that's why it was a funny joke that was something i thought uh maybe we get a few friends jokes in these movies mm-hmm. we sure do um, my next note is about Sarah, uh, Jenny McCarthy and her scene. Oh, I have a note about Sid's dad just being really fucking serious when oh, he talks to her. Yeah. Then we also get the the dream scene with <laughs> uh, how the, we get a into the fucking window. dream sequence in this, which yeah. completely threw me off. Cause like we start getting into like dad and Sid talking about her like Unabomber lifestyle and like <laughs> maybe she kind of maybe not do that. And then, um, like Evil Dead style mom, dead mom walking outside the house. Like, mm-hmm. what's, I don't know. I, the entire time I watched him, like, what is going on? You're a poison, just like me. They'll do it to you. And then just the 
Do you think that was just because I don't know? This is I think this is getting Sid. This is getting Neff Campbell in the movie a little bit longer while they can film some more stuff up at this house that they have. <laughs> while they have her for twenty days, that's probably like, we got to just true. like fucking load it up here. We'll get a bunch of shit here. So I used to not like it. I like it now. I'm. It's fine. <laughs> that's all I have. I mean, for for what I mean, there's a lot about this movie that I I kind of give leeway for because of what it. The movie's sure. it's different for what mm-hmm. it is. So I'm like, it's mm-hmm. I don't I'm not as off put by it because it is a different feel. Absolutely sure, but, is a completely different feel. But it is it's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, then I got I have that little note about Sid having a dream about her mother. Then I have Sarah's death. Where oh, she gets called yes. to the studio mm-hmm. by Roman because it was important, as he said. Or she says and then said. we get Roman talking to her on the phone, which I think might be mm-hmm. the only time. Te- now, it works because the audience already knows they can disguise voices. voices and things, but might be the only time, at least that I could think of, where the killer talks in their own voice to the person oh, that's before so switching true. to the ghost face voice. Oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah, because he's just talking to her. He doesn't have to use. The- wow. Yeah, he's running through lines. Yeah. With her. yeah. This is mm-hmm. the first. Yeah, that's a first for ghost face. That's fun. Um, so. She has a line in here, having complained about um, being a 35-year-old playing a 21-year-old. It has to be naked the whole time. She is 27 at the time of this. So she's like right in the middle of those ages. Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so the phone call happens, uh, which leads to, I mean, we get our Uh, little, like, you still in character, Sarah. Yeah, his, this goes face in his phone. he's right in the new movie. His whole... Again, it just goes to the screaming meta-ness. The whole conversation is like, my character is barely in this movie and then they get killed in the second scene they're in and there's no character development. And like everything she's complaining about is actually what her character is in this movie. Um, So further down the spiral. Uh, I do really, really love the racks of ghost face costumes. And hiding in that. Really love her Glad rack. you followed it up with that. <laughs> <laughs> I just really, love, really love Jenny McCarthy's rack. rack in this yeah. one. Uh, <laughs> you know, no, she just, kisses at the mirror and squeezes a boob. It's so, <laughs> like, it. I don't know why having all of these costumes in a row. Oh, it's incredibly oh, it's so it's unnerving. Perfect. Especially when Ghostface leans out of the rack mm-hmm. and puts his like mm-hmm. oh An iconic. That's that's a very Oh one of those ghost faces is a ghost face. <laughs> oh awesome. no. You know, that's oh, the yeah. room of mannequins, you know, feel. It, 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 it works perfectly is, in this hole tightening. Yeah. yeah, you get in there in and this you're environment. Like on it's edge. one of the few times I feel in this movie where it, it gets tense. It doesn't get yes. tense too often. That's I think there's it. two which leads scenes. to some pretty funny shit of running through the prop room. Oh my god, they're just grabbing the fucking it. floppy knife. The prop room, <laughs> the prop room is like literally a fucking Tom and Jerry cartoon. Like she picks up the fake Bowie knife. And like, it's like, oh, it's fuck. So floppy. And it's all flopping. Or she's like, God damn it. And then she grabs the, I think it's a machete or it's or uh-huh. something like that. And then hits yeah, a machete. And it just bends. And it bends like around his arm. Like a fucking Tex Avery cartoon. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's perfect. It's like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what you would probably instinctively do. You're in a room where there's all, all this shit that weapons. looks like a weapon. Absolutely. You're going to grab for them. And then it turns out to be fucking props. That'd be the worst. And then, I mean. She just gets stabbed in the back. She gets like thrown through the window, door window thing, and like maybe yep. yeah. cut up by the glass or something. Who knows? We or whatever. See her but bloody face kind of for a second after she's stabbed she, in the back. This scene gives me um, uh, curtains vibes. 
towards oh, the end of that movie where they're just in that back prop room and like doors don't lead anywhere. And like, oh, there's a few things in the sets, like when Sid is in the set of the movie and then when Jenny McCarthy is That's one of my favorite fight- scenes. That's my mm-hmm. other yeah. favorite scene. That, it just gave me curtain vibe where it's like, oh my God, just like fighting backstage is hilarious to me. Oh yeah. I, I, I love it. Just when you're able to use literally a set piece as a set piece, like it yeah. just, I think it works mm-hmm. so well to play within that world. Um, my next note and then, so yeah, all that happens. And then they have the meeting at the house. Um, we see Sid for a second again. Yeah. And oh, all sure. I had for seeing her was that, uh, I'm not saying she needed to be hiding in two, but she should have at least had a gun. Um, cause now in this one, she's like full blown, you know, tucked away somewhere. Nobody can find her. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the second one, all she has is caller ID. So oh, that's true. should have been somewhere in between. Also, she walks through like a pedestrian gate. That's like, I don't know, chest high and puts in a code for it. Which, you just hop the fence. Yeah. Not easy. There was some anyone. like, I mean, and like, it's not, it wasn't even for like a car or something to close behind it. It was a walking gate. There was some sort of like wire it looked like that ran along the top. I'm like, it, not that Electrified. it would do anything or it'd be like an easy way, like it's some sensor. sort of like sensor wire, but like, right. I'm like you could still easily just hop over, get over that. that thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess the only thing that, I guess that when Dewey and Gail were kind of talking um, about their relationship, I do like the fact that they bring up that someone from the film was trying to get Sydney's file from the police station and then mm. broke in. But Dewey had already taken the file out. Right. Previously. Dewey boy. Dewey's the fucking yeah. man. Dewey a boss. Can we talk can we can we talk about uh the bodyguard? Yeah. My first uh, note is I can't take Patrick Warburton seriously. Putty? Once we get to Putty this is, scene. Oh yeah. my god. Oh uh, <laughs> my god, dude. I I cannot crunk. <laughs> Just, oh god. And he's doing a great job of keeping a straight face mm-hmm. the entire time. Yeah, it's just at this point where the tick, we're so far down the road with him at this point from him voicing a shit ton of comedy, be, being able to take be taken seriously. Unfortunately, sort of typecast in the voice, you know, it's iconic. But he even plays it. What Joe right on a Family yes. Guy? On Family Guy, yeah. But he even plays yeah. it funny because it's like doesn't fake gale like hop into his arms at the end of this scene and like they start cuddling yes <laughs> well he's gonna like carry her out yes. or something but yeah and even the style of sunglasses he's wearing even like just make it sillier for whatever Absolutely. reason he seems like silly hollywood bodyguard like guy and mm-hmm. just says yeah some of the guy like a dewdrop. <laughs> yeah totally because i mean it, it's it's funny I can't think of him, but as not putty, but I think, you know, within the vein of this movie, just like everything else, it just works for what's happening. <laughs> I love this. I love, I love, I love the character. I think it's a fun character to be, you character. know, fodder, mm-hmm. essentially. My next note isn't until this same character. Yeah. I mean, just, uh, yeah, moving along, there's a meeting with the cops at the studio after the death. So the production, yeah. there's gets another shut down at this point. Yeah. They're like, we're going to, yeah. Production's down. They found one on a uh, new photo on her body. And I guess, oh, they were trying to figure out who was who would be up next. And they figured mm-hmm. it, Gail is one of them, but there's three separate scripts. So there's three right. different people that could be dying, depending on right. which one they're right. going off of. They, do, they don't know which version the killer read. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So then they all get back together at the house again. And this leads to 
Oh my god. Our death. Yes, more more murder. Um I do think it's kind of sadistic that Ghostface at this point also calls Sid as her mom and tells her to turn on yes. like the news and stuff like listen to your mother. Like it's mm-hmm. super awful. That was and that was a good moment too when she looks at the phone to hang up and sees that it's the home line and not the, the office, office line. line. That's one of the few moments that is genuinely chilling. <laughs> right, right. So bodyguard. So then I have his, the his death. Patrick Warburton's death. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, like his, looking through the trailer. Oh, he literally yeah, gets, he's, gets a call from Dewey while he's like, and he's like, I'm in just your tin can and yeah. just fucking poking hey, around and messing drop. around. Yeah. <laughs> Being a fucking dickhead. And, and then he's like, hey, guess what happens? He gets killed. He but gets the killed. line he says, he says something to him. He's like, well, you know, maybe if you'd been a little tougher, some of your little sister wouldn't have been murdered. He's like, what'd you say? That really makes me angry. Like, I can't believe you'd say that to me. And if that had been Dewey, that would have been like a really horrific Fucked thing, thing to, to say. say to him. Super yeah. I like to think that... <laughs> I like to think that Ghostface was kind of like put off too. He's like, what the God, fuck, dude? Whoa, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm going to kill you. And so this is a time where the voice box doesn't make sense. He goes, what'd you say? That makes me very, yeah. and he jumps out and angry. says angry and then stabs him. So, 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 so that's when he has it the in, the, box. in the, he changes it tongue. by pressing it with his tongue to change, press the button to change it. I, lo- and then I do love the stab fact. in the back. My good, that was yeah. my guess. What guess what? Stabbed in the back. He gets stabbed in the that back. Is the th- um, and then gets knocked around with a frying pan. He gets beaten with a frying pan. I also love, like, right after this, Dewey scaring the fuck out of everybody with the gun. Like, I think what was the actress goes up and she starts this screaming. Very, and then Dewey scaring Dewey. This is when the Scooby-Doo shit starts yeah. very Scooby-Doo. really popping. And I was going to say it's almost as if the frying pan was like... We're going to Cartoon We're Land. There's nothing you more cartoonish there. Yeah. than so hitting somebody with like, like a frying pan. Like, let's go. Because yeah, yeah, this one everybody's screaming. I mean, <laughs> Which is hilarious. I love that shit. The, the, Me about, too. <laughs> it's so, so fucking bonkers. It's all right. So <laughs> totally have, nuts. Have you guys ever seen a death by facts before in a film before this? If you want to call it that, um, no. Still, either way. I'd like to see an actual death by facts. only by cold heart truth, if that's what you mean. <gasps> death by facts. Whoever smells the I gas. Get I get it. Uh-huh. F-A-C-T-S. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. I love okay. everything about that. Okay. So. This whole scene. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you heard the punchline. Here's the setup. Are you going to do the screaming part? Because I got the death. The What, what, what were you going to say? You go first. <laughs> No, 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 no. I was like, yeah, just it. This whole fucking sequence yeah. of them like, like getting the facts. I like phone call comes so, in. They're about to run out of the house and they hear the phone call. Mm-hmm. And they're all screaming at each other. Whose phone is it? Whose phone is it? It's, yeah. the, it's, the, it's the facts. So they run back in. It's they're getting the facts like the mm-hmm. script of what's happening. Dewey's like, we need to all run outside. They're like, no, uh, the killer says he's out there or something. They're like, exactly what but we need go to outside. get the hell out of here. Like, he's fucking with us. But the whoever smells the gas bit, this bit where, so everybody <laughs> runs in so- outside except for the guy playing Dewey in Stab 3, mm-hmm. who stows alongside Parker Posey and waiting for Guffman, for all you Guff heads mm. out there. Um, but he he stays in, 
he there's like a fax machine in another room, right? Because he goes to another room to. Well, he's get trying to find a, a light. Uh, oh, right, because he can't read yeah, it. He can't read it. Yeah. So he goes and gets a lighter. Hey, he needs Tom. a lighter to read, but he can read the whole page except, except the last three except words. for this last part. The last like three words where he lights it and says, "Whoever smells the gas first. And as he the lighter's lit, and he can say, "Whoever smells the." But like as he's saying gas, that's when it ignites, and it blows him Smart up. Smart gas, and it doesn't just blow him the up. Whole it house. blows up this whole goddamn house like it was packed with dynamite, with or you know filled with a ton of fucking gas that you would. You the amount of able, gas to make that explode, you, you would there. you would smell it. The doors would have you to die. have been sealed. Like yeah. they, <laughs> the fact that none of them had died of gas inhalation before the facts start the actual electronic turn the facts turning the on maybe- would have caused the spark that probably would have blown the house up if this house was somehow just like it's like a i love all of it it's like just <laughs> completely powered by explosive gas every which Everything. way and Ghostface <laughs> goes into one area and pulls the main gas valve which is like this i don't know like one fucking foot in diameter like piping that just like just starts shooting gas everywhere almost instantaneously and i think that could it would actually it would have to just have everything in the house would also run on explosive gas oh, exactly so, like, so you get every everything chain like like yeah. <laughs> they don't have light fixtures that have light bulbs it's all gas fixtures to produce actual flame with their own individual semi-large tanks yeah so there's just tanks everywhere Perfect. I mean, in <laughs> watching all of these characters I mean, the fall Hollywood down type, you know how a hill. Are. Oh my god! They're okay. So endearing. What <laughs> are the Dewey's fall after he shoots a <gasps> ghost face? I love so much. There's literally a line at this point where someone says, "I cannot stop falling down the hill." <laughs> And that's why that's why it leads so hard into it being yes, it's a horror comedy because that line sure, is so fucking bonkers. A, I love it. I love it. It's so funny because yeah, that leads them down to where we get another ghost face encounter, uh, mm-hmm. and Duty just fucking shoot the shit out of them. Just, and the ghost face falls and rolls under the the van. Oh, and he's like, I swore I could hit. I swore I had. I hit him. Mm-hmm. And then oh, uh, we also get a um. What is we get a dewy punch to a double gale face punch? Yes. So Jennifer punches Dewey for like you didn't come to save mm-hmm. me, you came to save Gale. I also love that part where he hears them from his le- right left yeah. and Dewey, doesn't know where Dewey. to go, and then decides to go for Gale, which of course he did. Good choice, Dew man, Dew drop. But uh, yeah, so Jennifer punches Dewey, and then. Gale punches Jennifer in retaliation and we get one of my favorite lines of the movie when uh, Jennifer's like, my lawyer liked that. (laughs) Not as much as I did. Gale's reply. I think, and this just, I think Dewdrops should be fans of Dewey. (laughs) Oh, like I think we're Dewdrops. Like when I meet, so he's going to, be at a con I'm going to in the beginning of October. I'd be like, oh, I'm so I'm your biggest you. dewdrop. I'm such a dewdrop. Such a dewdrop. Yes. <laughs> oh, please do. Great. We're all, oh, well. uh, you know, we're all dewdrops over here. Let them know. Tell them to listen to Chuddle the Pod because <laughs> 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 we're all dewdrops. Perfect. Um, 
So then uh, my next note is at the police station. I mean, we're back at the police station. This is when Sid comes back. Yes. The fucking the goddamn Dewey on the cell phone. The look back to Sid is like Limburg cheese to me. Like it's 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 cheesy. It's so hokey. And then the line after that. Hey, there's someone here who wants to help. And then Mm -hmm. introducing Sid was like, it's so over the top. But part of me just it like loved it but hated it, like hated it at the same time. It's well, I like, it made me think of in scream two when Dewey just shows up on campus wandering around and then he gets his song. (laughs) Oh, wait a second. It's like, he's on the phone trying to get a hold of her, but we don't get Dewey's theme. I don't think we don't get any Dewey theme in this movie. Right. Oh, no, because it's not a shame. This is, yeah, it's, it's, it's different tone. Different tone. What if they switch like boing, boing, the boing. I was gonna say they, they <laughs> yeah, switch yeah. the fucking his theme song to like the Benny the boing, boing, Friday boing. the Thirteenth. Uh, no, I was going Benny Hill, like yeah. just like <laughs> Dewey shows up. Oh sure. Then I mean I don't have too many notes about this. I mean Sid comes back. Oh, there's a great the great line with the was that a threat detective? When it's a threat, you'll know it. Was that a threat? Was that a threat? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, well, and I think is this the same scene where? So this is something that could only happen turn of the century because now you'd say, "Is the number saved in your phone?" But Gail says, <laughs> yeah. "Do you have the numbers stored in your memory?" <laughs> and and Dewey like thinking. looks off to the left, up in the air, like he's trying to think about what the phone number is. Oh, like, your phone, your memory, phone memory. Oh, yeah, no, that too kills me when Dewey does that. Oh. Yeah, the, and the, that okay, that I give you is straight up comedy. Some of the other stuff I feel like they can still put under the guise of satire, but I don't think you can do that there. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, okay, um, my next one. I mean, I only have a little thing when the cops are rolling through the fucking studio set again. <laughs> Our, yes. our side cop says, watch the fucking aliens. Watch the fucking aliens. <laughs> and that, always, that line has always stood out to yeah. me. Cause what, yeah, because Sid sees the photos and wants to go to the set where mm-hmm. her mom was posed out front of, uh, what is it, Sunrise Studios? Yes. Okay. Sunrise Studios. So th- and then once we're on here, uh, my next name is about Randy's sister coming to show them oh, the If mean, I'm Dead tape. Hold on. What was her name? Magu- MacGuffin? Yeah. MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although she's in Five Cream. So it turns it turns out they were able to use her. Yeah. <laughs> turns this out. Was- uh, that's, that's, so this is actually, this is Chad and Mindy's mom. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What? Chad and Mindy from Five Cream and Scream Six. Yeah, this is her mom. Their moms, because oh, yeah. Randy's their uncle, and yeah, we see shit. her Unless in there's, five. That's right. There's no other siblings, right? That no. we know. We see her in five. That it is definitely their mom. Oh well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I, my one of my favorite things. So we come in, we start watching the the, the tape. I love that Dewey's taking notes. Yes, uh, <laughs> that, that, that's that's an, again endearing dewdrop. Love the fan it. service from beyond the grave is amazing. Like this is like the equivalent of like the Jedi ghost, like appearing and then giving wisdom and then disappearing. My, my next note. Yes. Um, I like Randy. In this <laughs> I'm good with Randy in this one. <laughs> Quick Randy speech and out. That's great. Yeah. He's goofy without being whatever the hell he was doing. Yeah, into. It's an endearingness. Yep. Like it's, it's not over the top. You know what I mean? Cause he's not like, 
It's not, but co- it is it's not, in the it's right not, way. It's, it's, it's a little like, Randy and a little less Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. No, I was going to say it's a yeah. little less cut, you know, Randy as in like two is just this weird. He's not in a weird, like British accent. Half the movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not half as, the movie. <laughs> it's only, it's like three he lines. Did it for like three lines. But it feels like, but it feels but it feels like it's half the movie. You know what I mean? You're just like, God damn it. This was just enough Randy to not get upset about yeah, it. Yeah, no, this was good Randy. And again, I like yeah, him in yeah. one. There is just some about him in two. And part of it is, even though it is very brief, that British accent really kind of sums up. It really distills the problem of Randy in two. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 100% cotton. <laughs> um, so then the <laughs> I'm start trying to say that never have to do, all, you know, oh, 100%. It's just got to follow up with cotton from yeah, now on. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like it in the video starting. Give me 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Yeah, it's all just like, yeah, fun, fun Randy stuff. I do but like this his... is where we get our trilogy rules. Okay, never mind. Yeah, go for, go for the rules because mine's the last bit. Perfect. So one. You got a killer who's going to be superhuman. Stabbing him won't work. Shooting him won't work. Basically, in the third one, you got to cryogenically freeze his head, decapitate him, or blow him up. Two, anyone including the main character can die. This means you, Sid. I'm sorry. It's the final chapter. It could be fucking Reservoir Dogs by the time this thing's through. Number three, the past will come back to bite you in the ass. Whatever you think you know about the past, forget it. The past is not at rest. Any sins you think were committed in the past are about to break out and destroy you. So in closing, let me say good luck. Godspeed. For some of you, I'll see you soon. Because the rules say some of you ain't going to make it. I didn't. Not if you're watching this tape. It's great. Tear. It's a great, yeah. It's a great last line. So long, Randy. Right? Send off. Love it. Good you got way to some do great it. nieces and nephews. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you <laughs> what. What? So, yes, Ross, you were saying? No, that just for the, the I'll see for some of you. I'll see you soon is such a morbid yet randy way of closing out a trilogy, especially the fact if he knows he's doing it if he died. So I'll, I'll post something to you guys now. And uh, earlier today, so as of recording earlier today, uh, we did a little or I did a little watch party with some of the the club members and we watched mm-hmm. Scream 3 and they brought up something at one point which would come into later. Do you think that any of the the core, th- the core three, not core four, you know, the original three here should have died in this movie? And how would you have no. felt about that? I said no, because I felt like it was with the tone of this movie. I don't feel like it would have fit right. Yes. Yeah. And I, I personally love the end of this movie. <laughs> mm. I think that if anybody was going to die, I feel like it would have been Gale. But like as I said before, it's that weird Diet Coke main characters thing. Is that when you have all these doppelgangers in your film, you can technically in Ghostface's like he is killing off those characters, like those people. You know what I mean? Like so sure. It's, but, I don't know. That, like of the, the actual three people, not their doppelgangers. I don't. I think if they were to do it, I think they should have killed all of them. I think it should have just been like this crazy, you know, oh, wow. blow yeah. out of the end. Everyone just that going out type been, of thing. If they're doing it in this in this tone, movie, <laughs> I, I feel like it almost does match the tone, the tone of this movie. movie. Uh, you think <laughs> another just go what another explosion? Just be, yeah, just fucking it just is whatever. I don't fucking know at this point. It didn't seem like 
if I don't Roman know. if Roman had C4 planted onto his body and then hit a button and blew up everyone, I would that would not take me that far. I don't out know of what it universe. is. I would, but I, I was thinking because I was just trying to think of like again going back to the original thought and like what what I would have understood. I guess maybe one of the main three dying in this other. Scream 3, the cult of ghost face type thing, Stu coming back, it, mm-hmm. it would have made more sense maybe to kill off someone in mm-hmm. that movie as opposed to this Scream you know, 3. Or it could have been I'm one of those. I'm happy with how this Scream 3 turned out. I was just yeah. saying it would have been fun yeah. to like, if like if we're going to get someone die, if we're, we're high, Honestly, theorizing one seen... of the three dying, I want to see all of them die in this movie. Totally. Instead. Or I would have just, or honestly for me, like Sid would have been a good one too because it would have been like ghost face. It's like the immovable object versus the unstoppable force and when they collide it's like i don't know having both of them die at the end i feel would have been a very fitting conclusion to a trilogy as in like sure it just yeah it just seems like it seems that seems too epic for the tone I, I, the, the, oh it would not match this movie like, at all like, so that's why again i agree with you sam i like the ending of this movie i don't think it yeah. needs to be different for unless they used a penny whistle as both characters are dying. She said, boo. boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that's I have the last of the rules. The next thing I have is about Gail and Jennifer sneaking around the archives. Me too. What are you doing? I love their team up so much. What are you mm-hmm. doing? I'm being Gail Weathers. I <laughs> am Gail Weathers. Oh, uh, yeah. It's fucking amazing. Oh, we also get a Carrie Fisher cameo as their sleuthing. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's in there as like the archive. I don't know, office manager. I know what I look like. I I I know anyone who's ever been cast in anything at this studio. Uh huh. By memory. Hey, hey, are you? No, no, I'm not her. Yeah. Uh, so how can I help you? Or do you just want me to tell you who you look like? There's our other mm-hmm. like friends joke type of thing mm-hmm. with Courtney Cox. Yeah. So she's got all right. So Maureen Prescott now has an alternate identity. Which mm-hmm. is what it's Reynolds, right? Yeah, but I love when they're going in there and she's like, uh, Gail goes to bribe her and gives her $50. And Jennifer's like, $50? Who are you, a reporter for Woodsboro High? And then she like <laughs> takes off her ring and smacks this fucking it down. ring is worth yeah. two grand. Yeah, when I, I like Parker Posey's quote of like, why is she hanging out and following Gail around? She says, Here's how I see it. I've got no house, no bodyguard, no movie, and I'm being stalked because someone wants to kill me. No, because someone wants to kill you. So now starting now, I go where you go so that if someone wants to kill me, I'll be with you. And since they really want to kill you, they won't kill me. They'll kill you. Make sense? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh, my God. That I can I could barely say that reading that. I mean. That seems like an insane thing to fucking memorize. On the set. <laughs> How could you act it? How could you act? These actors are crazy out there. And then, yeah, next we get in my next notice to getting Sid on the set in Woodsboro. Yeah, I have one we- before that. I have the reverse bathroom scene where oh, Sid's in the bathroom, bathroom and the feet come up instead of oh. come down like they do in mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And bang, it's the girl playing Sid and the girl goes on and on and get a little bit of red herring with her at this part. But also scream mask. Um, she says something about how she just wanted to make Sid proud and says, like, I'm sure you would. And I was just like, God damn, Sid, still so kind hearted after all this. <laughs> 
now I have uh, the movie set because I love this scene. As no, it's great. much stuff in here doesn't work, there's so much stuff that does work. Um, I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. I am okay. I this whole setup I feel is super interesting and like having the uh, Sid's house and then have, but I'm super confused in the stab timeline. Because Why stab every, three is in uh, all is, the stab well, scream one stuff? Stuff exactly. Yeah. Where I'm like, I'm so utterly confused on like what it's like, called. I scream love it. Stab three back to Woodsboro. Yeah, return so, to Woodsboro. I'm guessing they can get that. That's how they as get wacky away with as that. They want to, yeah. But well, I, because I, yeah, I think I at this point I'm with you because this is stab three. The last we've seen of stab was what coming out was stab, stab right? The first one, exactly. Yeah. So a stab two had happened, presumably based on scream two, scream two. But Maybe. since scream three events haven't happened yet, at this point it's all just like open. Mm-hmm. And scream three was going to be writing whatever was going to be back to Woodsboro. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so then yeah um but i love yeah her running up the stairs throwing shit at Ghostface. it's sort of classic screaminess but on a scream set just to make it more or on a stab three set just to put it more into the weirdness it is but i also like this some of the things like getting flipped on its head like we get the ghost face double door pump fake where it's like she does the same thing with pinning the doors against each other mm-hmm. that saved her the first time, but Ghostface is right behind her in the window. Because it's not the second story, it. it's on a set. It's not the second so, exactly. That you moment know, works like, really I, well. Um, I love that there, she has a Creed poster in her bedroom as well. Mm-hmm. So like Which is pushing the Creed. Original, that's the they're pushing Creed so with. hard. Yeah. But the uh, well, this is the return to Woodsboro. It's not the exact yeah, same right, setting. Right, right. That already happened. T- Stab has already happened. She's grown up. This it. is now. She listens to Creed. Yeah, exactly. Um, I okay. The stairs. Mm-hmm. So in Scream Two, you have the bicycle scene going through. I feel like they had to top that by having an entire push cart full of papers and books and a bunch of other shit to go Production down the cart of some sort. Yes. yes. No, they did. I just, yeah, I was After, like, "That's amazing." Yeah, I really love to see a bike running to open the door and almost falling down, but like hanging mm-hmm. behind it, and then Ghostface runs and just full on Ghostface is out onto the bed below. Oh, no, he yeah. doesn't. There, he he, he opens the door and then and then I believe it's like she, she pulls, pulls him, pulls him, him into it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this is another note I have is that it, he almost opens that door like he knows that it's a false door and there's nothing behind it. It would make sense for him to do that. He knows exactly. his way around that set very well. This yeah, Exactly. Face. Which again, I, I, th- I, I would mention it. to call Ghostface they. Sorry. They, yeah. But we, I mean, at this point. I know, is, I know. I just like I, to I think know of Ghostface as a them. The entity yes. Ghostface. GF, baby. Um, so yeah, go, uh, GF doesn't fall out the false door. And then we get... Being like fucking like bombarded with so many different voices, he must be fucking like clicking through that thing. Oh my god! Right. So yeah. was the first time that happened movie magic, or was it just going through her head when she's like sitting in her bed in her old room hearing things? Is she actually hearing it, or is that no? I think she's just like the psychological it. thing. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. By this point, we get fake mom it's fucking ghost face just fucking going through just freaking her out and just like oh no i think the second time i think it 
It's it, totally on this space. attack, right? Yeah. Is what yeah. I'm talking about. When yeah. she's originally in her bedroom, she's going like, "Oh, what about a PG-13?" She and even says I think she's it just, along with Billy. Oh, she's reliving yeah, it yeah, in yeah, her at head. that point. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. <laughs> no, it's Ghost Ghostface is sitting, sitting in the corner, like replying and saying a lot. Cyrano de Bergerac, just like this. That felt like that really happened, but that must have just been in my head. Yeah, yeah. And then I I like the. I like the 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 Friday Thirteenth Part Two, Jason Ghostface in this. That's underneath the body bag, and then just walking around. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like he's just like literally just sitting there going like, "Oh my god, is she gonna pull it?" Just, how did he she- know he was dreaming about her? Like, why would that? How did he know it would freak her out so much? Maybe they have I like mean, sibling okay, connection. Just, that connection. Well, a sibling mm-hmm. connection. Also, if you're gonna traumatize someone having faking being their mother in a body bag in an exact replica of the way that she was brutally murdered could probably psychologically like i think that's trigger, a, yeah i think yeah. it's a big mm. that's a big window of like okay i could probably i that might mess with her a little bit agree to disagree the uh, <laughs> wait did they stop making this movie altogether? because if they did there's no way any of these sets would still be up all of this would be like torn gone. down yeah i'm not sure and i don't think it's ever really clarified maybe i know production was halted i don't know if it was right. completely stopped mm. next thing i have is roman complaining to the producer variety <laughs> called me a pariah i don't even know what a pariah is <laughs> <laughs> why couldn't someone have killed yeah. the cast of stab one or stab two and then i like how he's like he's going off and going off and going off and he's like um uh milton's like it's gonna be good for your mystique and he's like oh you think it'll get me work yeah do you think it'll get me work (laughs) right before they burst in the pacing all that uh, yeah and then we get them coming in and i have my next note is just jennifer going full gale and i love it yes absolutely you're obsessed with her and you're obsessed (laughs) with her daughter (laughs) whoa whoa whoa. it's so good And they also, so they come in, confront him. They're saying, Hey, what do you know about Maureen? Because we know that she worked on your movies back in the, mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. Right. Every time I see the scene, I am distracted by the diving board attached to the like side of the building just outside his window. If you guys, I've never, I've never, oh never my God. noticed that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Okay, keep talking. I gotta find a wait, picture wait. of this. Is this is this our version of the um, Ed Harris dancing? Maybe, except this is something you've never ever seen in your life. Well, yeah, versus you've he seen saw other the white people dance. I did. You did. You did yeah. Okay, fair enough. Oh well, I mean, we gotta get the big reveal that um, Maureen Prescott was basically passed around at like a producer's party, and then assumingly, yeah, assumingly. And kind of said it's like she didn't play by the rule. Like a lot of, a lot of nasty stuff happened in this, in this producer mansion. Uh, yeah, yeah. The producer, of, Lynn, he's all like, "Yeah, this is just what we would do back then. If my parties were known for error, like you know, you would come and the guys would get what they want and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Oh God, you're skeezy," but so I see skeezy. what they're saying, which completely <laughs> makes sense when you get to his actual mansion because it is it is very weird. I mean, it just reminds me of Clue, but for perverts. Oh, yeah. It's just it's filled it's, with hidden shit to like, yeah. The, oh, I see uh, it right now. I literally. So, OK, so I just pulled up where I, I left off watching it and he is standing right in front of the goddamn thing. Here, hold on. <laughs> you see? 
You see this thing that you guys have never seen before? Right. It looks like it's his dick right now, but like... Oh my god! <laughs> How have I never noticed a diving board out of a window? <laughs> Holy shit! All I can think about every time. That's amazing. Well, there we go. All right, um, we did it. Yeah, so my next notes really just take us to our final party and partying, you know, quote unquote, but hanging out okay, at the I mansion. I have something at the police station. Sure. I love when Sid's talking to the detective about trilogies and stuff and then he's walking away and she goes what's your favorite scary movie detective and he walks back across and leans in really close to her face and says my My life life. (laughs) and then then she goes and then she goes like mine too too. Uh yeah uh Uh, incredible ridiculous (laughs) I'm here for it now I have the yeah, so my, party I mean, at the house. Mine are kind of my notes are a little a little fast and easy on this one because there's just so much happening that I love. Oh, that, that like I mean to write it all down would just be insane. But right. like so right yeah. when they get there, this is when we're Tyson again. It's still in Cartoon World, and we're gonna go full Scooby Doo. Yes. Oh, literally this is when we go in a fucking like literally Scooby Doo. <laughs> yes, this is Transformer. Scooby Doo, the whole third act is just the Harlem Globetrotters. Note right we're after about to about show what up. I'm just, like, <laughs> I'll go yes. ahead and <laughs> I'll go ahead and read my next two notes. Do it. So one is this is on Dewey. Tyson says this about him because uh, Dewey and Gail show you know they all show up to this party, and he goes, he's talking about these movies, and he's like, every time this dude enters a room, he's a goddamn shish kebab. Which is just a great line about That's Dewey. So funny. My next note is the entire third act is very Scooby Doo. Oh, one hundred percent. I okay. So I like the reveal of um because Roman goes into the basement to investigate and flashlighting and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and then real also very curtains. Very curtains. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he, this guy's got like aliens and a casket and a bunch of other stuff, but then um. Gale goes down. Yeah. So Gale goes down to also investigate. And then we have Roman stabbed in the chest with a knife and then fake Gale scares, like scares the shit out of her. Now, obviously seeing this movie and knowing, and then having Roman as the baddie when she slams the casket back down on the corpse, I thought the funniest thing it's like if you could all right, so if he's got this fake knife, what if it actually just impaled him afterwards? Well, like it, just it would be just go like whap, and just whap. just a little bit right there. <laughs> I hear you. If yes. anything, he'd be like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Well no, because like, the actual knife, like, there's, so, there's like there's like a two, there's like a two, good two and a half inches out. Like you could still get impaled there's by that. Very little. I, I hear what you're saying, but I I disagree. You would still hear him. I I don't know. (laughs) I I, my my note for that part was more that it's like a Jason thing where he's just fucking hanging out waiting, and he's like, "Oh fuck yes!" and he like lays back down. He's just waiting. Also, Gail takes his fucking pulse right before that and says he's dead. Like she doesn't just see him like that. She grabs his wrist. And then she's says, a ju- he's dead. She's a journalist, not a doctor. Uh, yeah, she doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> also, very clue as he checks the pulse. Like, what was it? Uh, 
yeah, in the movie Clue, they check his uh, body's pulse and he's still alive and he's still like, and they go, nope, clearly dead. It's been so long since I've seen that. But yeah, there, well, the other thing about this mansion, too, I don't know if it looks familiar. Apparently it was used as the school in Halloween H2O. Oh, whoa. whoa. Now that you say that, I can uh-huh. kind of see that. It gives that wow. vibe. Totally. Now. Up until this point, I mean, this is a very random thought that I had, but I'm just going to get this in here. Someone in this movie is wearing a wig. Do you? Can, were you able to spot who's wearing the wig? I knew Sam would, and I I, I mentioned that in the, the chat when we were watching the movie. I was like, Sam's not going to be able to spot the wig. It's Sydney. Sydney's hair is a wig. Oh. So she has. She was working on uh, Neff Campbell was working on Party of Five as well, and I think something else where she had like streaks in her hair and had a different hair. So sure, her very limited time, two hours or something ridiculous, was spent putting a wig on her. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. That sucks. I noticed it, but yeah, I knew. I knew. Yeah. Sam wouldn't. No. It's me. gotta be. I was really, Ross. Really, I was like Ross really might bad. might not. I I could. I didn't totally know. Could, yeah. But but I don't. You know if okay. So it. I think when I you go back now and look at it, you'll be like, oh, definitely. I know. Yeah. Everything else someone, is so cartoonish. He's distracted. Like uh-huh. <laughs> I am. I'm like. I'm literally. I'm like. It, it's like who framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. The slasher movie. Um, I <laughs> no. If you okay, so I would say if you told me at the beginning of the movie and sent me a text and was like, "Hey, someone in this movie's watch wearing for a wig. the wig, right? Wig watch." And then I would be like, "Okay, if I, it would be over my head if I had no idea." But I'd be careful. Yeah. What if I told, if you told you that Sam? at the beginning of the movie? I would. He, he would have forgotten no within the first five minutes, and <laughs> <laughs> and still not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll try that next time. Next time I know there's a, uh, a Patrick wig movie. <laughs> right? Absolutely. <laughs> well, that yeah. can't be real. I mean, and next time we're, I mean, if it was like a Ted Dancing movie, we could easily. Well, now I know. Now yeah. you know. So, yeah. We so, get, my we next get note to, is the knife throw at oh, Dewey. I think maybe before, the, I don't remember at what point, we get a real good uh, Gail and Jennifer looking at each other screaming. I think that's after, um, what's her name, uh, gets stabbed probably in the back yes oh um fakes fake sydney yes. sydney yeah yes after we yes. found out that she I, like boned the per- bang yeah, milton yeah, to get the role yeah. i didn't fuck milton to get this thing for you what is it you two what does she say i didn't fuck milton to die with two second rate celebrities like you two mm-hmm. heads off i do like the drag away that we that, get that was not yeah, yeah, yeah when she's like laying there and they're then they look above then we get the pull away then they look at each other pause scream scream and then go and then oh my god dude then we get a four-on-one ghost face royal rumble (laughs) ghost face punches dewey he just fucking decks him at one point he just punches like yeah was it dewey gets slashed um who man who gets what's his name gets stabbed in the gut the copper is that when he's here yet no no um the other ah, actor God. that's there. I, uh, to be totally honest with you, what's so funny, I didn't remember any of the actors who were playing uh, in the stab movie. Tyson? For whatever reason. Yeah, there you go. Tyson gets stabbed. He's the only gun. one left. Well, does it, it, <laughs> we have the fucking ridiculous rug pull as well. Does that happen yet? I forget when they fucking. Oh, that happens in, right after this. this. Okay. Yeah, because like um, Gail, what fake Gail goes into That's the closet right. and then she finds the secret path that kind of leads out. And yes, 
he gets he gets like home alone like the rug gets pulled out from under him and he flips up i thought he would have just died on impact because his head hits first like it's his head neck area that just goes like Uh, it's so fun i love it fucking ghost face just lifts up this fucking long ass carpet rips it out from underneath him flips him in the air and everything this is we get the reverse scream to um but the perv edition uh, like where it's the closet windows, except they're soundproof, and she's and fake Gale is getting attacked mm. while they're just staring at the thing, and that's when the Dewey has to use and every shot mirrors, of his yeah. revolver. I thought that was like uh, there's a few things that were like I think that's a cool scene with him shooting through the mm-hmm. different windows, trying to get to the one where you know the action's mm-hmm. happening, so to speak. Yeah, I it was it's a funny I don't know. There's a few of these in this movie that are like it's. The premise is Scream 2, but then they just take that concept and flip it on its head. Same thing with Scream 1, where they have the the pump fake with the uh, the bathroom for Sid. You know what I mean? Where it's like all these concepts that you've seen in the first two, but it's the opposite of mm-hmm. what happened. And then, yeah. Right. And um, the punching. Jennifer Gale, Gale gets mm-hmm. stabbed in the back. Right. <laughs> and does yeah, she get shot? Does Dewey, like, it feels like Dewey shoots her when he when he shoots, shoots that mirror. <laughs> I think that I think the mirror but, just gets broken. I, yeah, although I, I can see that's her, what's she just happening. Over. But yeah, it seems like it's so. I'm like, dude, he's kind of just yeah. Because this one, she gets like, I think fake Gale gets stabbed in the. In I think the gut, she gets a, probably another stabbing that we don't really either see. Again, we're not seeing a lot of this violence at all. Like it, yeah, yeah, a lot of this gets edited out, and um, and then yeah, so and then Sid arrives. She has to. She fucking walks out. She sees Tyson laying. This is probably. A, bigger amount of blood that we've seen he's lying in a pool of blood yeah oh no with this no no before this this is your favorite scene okay is that uh gale tackles Ghostface down the stairs okay and then calls dewey Mm. and goes like i'm in the fucking basement he is knocked out he goes how do i know it's you and not Ghostface? oh yeah And then he finally opens it, and then he tries shooting and realizes all the bullets are gone. And then that fucking knife throw up the goddamn stairs and hitting him square in the forehead. <laughs> so good. I was expecting small birds to spin around his head like <laughs> and just drop. Love it. Great. Hilarious. Eating it up. Okay. And then Ghostface disappears, and then. Or no, 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 he yet. stands yeah. over Gale before he disappears. He, so he throws the knife at Dewey. He's standing over Gale and pulls, reaches into his other sleeve and pulls out another knife. <laughs> it's got a backup. <laughs> Dude's got a backup. Yeah, it's, man. It's so um, funny. Did they? Okay. Now that I've told you that, I you need to just watch that little bit again because goddamn, it's. Does good. it wait? Do we get the swoosh though? Do we get the? Does it make a sound as it mm. comes out? I don't know. I'll have oh, to listen. Um, do we ever find out why there was a pizza party at the precinct? Why not? I don't know. I laughed out loud the second Employee they cut back to the police scene. At, at, it's just everybody eating pizza. Like, hey, who wants a pizza? Do it's do we ever? <laughs> you want some? Do we ever get a, a, a knife wipe? I so Ooh. I think we do, but yes and no. So I think it's at the end here. For one of them, he's like at the back of the hall and he's almost out of focus and like doing it as it's like something else is our character, like running away. It's like, okay, because I was like, oh, fuck, is that it for this movie? And in my second 
watch for this for the show i didn't get gotcha. that far but i think we do just yeah not highlight it mm-hmm. at all real Very bummer sid arrives mm-hmm. finds tyson he's covered in blood she fucking has to gets a phone call from go or she, yeah gets a phone call from ghostface has to wand herself what's up ghostface has got a metal detector now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like has to you know it's like wander i want to make sure you know and then the other leg, she pulls out a gun that she was hiding in her boot, throws it to the side, whatever the fuck happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this With is... a surprise. Yeah. Two guns. Exactly. Because now it's your turn to scream now, asshole. Shoots him in the chest a whole bunch. And then obviously, as you know, because... All body Dewey shots. and Gale are tied up. You know, surprise ghost face. And he, you know, disappears. And then... <laughs> I like how the cop shows up. This All right. So this character, I they dipped him in so much... Like, it's not skis. That's not the right choice of words, but he's this like moody, brooding kind of cop character. Mm-hmm. But even he knows that when he shows up, um, he can read how bad it looks. You know what I mean? Like, he kind of just does this like, mm, I'm going to put my gun down because this I know how mm-hmm. you know what? I know how this looks right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna. It's the smart thing yeah. to yeah. do. Like if, if you're if you are just a good cop, that's what you would oh, do. Oh, totally. <laughs> they had to. They they forgot about the cop and like had to rewrite him into the end here and had him show up. They're like, oh yeah, we just kind of <laughs> left him in that last act. Uh, let's bring him back in here and, and tidy it this just up. a little bit. Yeah, his last act is something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Reveal. I don't have yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to move it along. It's, oh shit. Sc- it's Sid's brother, who's Roman, yeah. director of the movie. You fi- yeah, you, fi- you find yeah. the screening room, mm-hmm. and then we also get the video of Roman that he was videotaping Maureen Prescott uh, in her bedroom, which I think is like right before the murder, I guess. During the reveal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. During the big reveal. And yeah. then also like- yeah, just I like the whole movies Best playing in the background while he's mm-hmm. explaining. During the reveal, I was like, "All right, I have no fucking clue how this goddamn voice changer is supposed Not to work." All. Like, no idea because yeah, that's yeah, he's talking in one voice, it changes, and then he like takes the mask off, and it's like I don't know what the fuck is going on. They don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. No. <laughs> we get Gale and Dewey trying to find Sid, just busting into empty rooms. <laughs> like, meanwhile, all this is Sid, happening. Where are you? And they finally find her, but can't get yeah. in there. So Dewey, my fucking guy, do drop over here. Goddamn electrocutes himself to get the door to open so they can get in and rescue Sid. We kind of we really glazed over it. I do want to say because Roman, I think, is deserving. It's the brother. Half His brother. whole thing yeah. was mm-hmm. he was abandoned by their mom, Maureen, went back to Woodsboro, turned Billy on to the whole killing thing, showed him the video of Maureen mm-hmm. cheating and basically architected everything that happened originally. Because, you know, yeah. it all goes back to the original. They kind of fight like brother mm-hmm. and sister immediately. And then <laughs> Roman's going to blame it all on John Milton, but then he, you know, kills him. We, we get it that's a throat slit right i believe so that's yes. like one of that's, that's yeah, our but still that's your, besides the big someone one. getting stabbed in the back <laughs> like it's it's something exactly else. it's still pretty it's, yeah. it's weird. and he's gonna it try to switch the he's gonna try to switch everything up where it's like sid is the villain and everything's pinned 
on her about all these murders that she just called oh, sure. fucking psycho and all that kind of stuff like that. I, exactly. I I do like though is that he's explaining this and like she's just fucking like I'm over it. Yeah, I've already heard this before. And just like the take fucking responsibility for your actions. I thought it was a big mm-hmm. awesome line because every killer that she's faced in this series has blamed it on a hundred different things than them just being a fucking psycho. I'm Ghostface. I'm Ghostface <laughs> is angsty. So so angsty. Sid gets it's shot, and then brooder. Sid pulls a Ghostface. Yeah, dude. Sneaks on out, and it's Star 69's Roman, <laughs> and that just pulls t- takes him off guard. She knows where he's at, and and she gives him the old backstab two times. But bam, shows three, her little right? like <laughs> check out my bulletproof vest, and you know because movies you gotta be like. You have to show the bullet <laughs> And then we get heart stab. Right. More or less. Chest stab mm-hmm. of some sort. And, and they hold hands. Yeah. And she's like kind of lays yeah. with him. It's like, oh, brother. Yeah. Listen, I got bro, you. You're my brother. It's not. I'm sorry you turned out sorry this Sorry you're a piece of shit. Which I guess doesn't mean shit to him because ultimately he still jumps up <laughs> and starts <laughs> going after them. It just screams. <laughs> that is it so gets shot like funny. 14 Dewey, times in the chest. <laughs> Dewey unloading that clip like just into his chest <gasps> and then screaming, just a fucking wow, head. He's just Shoot him in the fucking head. Like they definitely man. scream a lot oh in this God. movie. <laughs> A lot of screams. Yes, everyone screams. <laughs> and then, you know, head, Dewey, head, what? Uh, and then we get blam. a headshot. So then there's maybe a little bit more something, gore, whatever you want to call it there, uh, which leads us to happy times nice at the ranch. Yeah. My and, biggest note yeah. on this is Dewey does the best possible thing with the Gale Weathers book, and that's gutting it and making it into a ring box. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a note for that as well because he well he says he read it he like lists lines about himself in scream too but in this one i guess he had said he had never read it or something because she he's like will you sign it and she's like oh you read it and she opens he's like no i just no. hollowed it out so you could have well i think that is a, <laughs> a good way of you. proposing to gail weathers is make it about, about Gail Weathers still about really. her <laughs> yeah that's perfect but I love I love that I love them get finally getting married at the end I love that Sid left that gate open and then gets in the house and Patrick Dempsey's there they're gonna watch a movie and the door she almost sets the alarm but doesn't and then the door blows open and you know what fuck it She's going to leave but that open But that's when too. we find out it's, it's it actually piece. crosses over with Final Destination. And that's... Oh, that wind was yep. death? <laughs> the wind blowing is death. It's about to set off some crazy shit because she has escaped death's plan for way too long. <laughs> Three installments now. Oh, shit. And then... Uh, wow. So the ending's super corny, but I actually love it. I'm so Again, happy. I think it fits the I'm four happy that our core is. three yeah. get the totally. ending they deserve. Yeah. Just Sid letting the AC bill go up and just leaving all them doors open. It's liberating, you know? Mm-hmm. No more alarms. Yeah. Happy times. Doggo lives. Credits. Red right hand. As it should uh, be. Paramount Plus. So, the, like, immediately as soon as credits start, Paramount Plus auto-played Chocolat. Voice. <laughs> <laughs> Which... <laughs> 
fuck? I found very funny that like five seconds after and this, I watched it all. <laughs> no, I no, I didn't watch any of it. But I mm-hmm. thought that was I. I had to make a note of it. <laughs> That's a good note to be had. And I think unless you all have anything else, I am done for this. I do. Oh, oh. After the house blown up and they fall down the hills, Ghostface gets shot. They go to look under the car to see what happened to him and he's not there. And then they, they have some dialogue and then they're like, oh, wait, look, there's this giant photo under the car. Mm-hmm. And they pull it out and on the back it's I written, killed her. I, I killed, killed her. her. <laughs> it just on top of how comedic everything we had just touched on building up to that was the fact they didn't notice this big picture. And then oh, didn't look at this. that yeah. note. It just really capped off... Uh, a wild time <laughs> in the Scream universe. All right. So then let's go ahead and jump into a quick break before we come right back. Welcome back. Here we are finishing up with our crematorium of questions for tonight. So first off, would we survive Scream 3 and how are we doing it? I mean, so, yeah, we're not part of the story, story at know, all. But let's... Right. Let's, so, let's so pretend we're, we're all cast in screw in stab three. Honestly, I could be a crew member and be completely fine. But what you got to say, ghost faces after you. Somehow. After you somehow. Um. Oh man. This actually might of the first three like is the least stumbly bumbly. Mm-hmm. I would say he's very. It's a very aggressive ghost face. He also has chameleon voice, so he could pump fake you into like getting out of your like hiding spot pretty easily because mm-hmm. not only can he mimic the voice he mimics the cadence he probably knows right. weird factoids about you mm-hmm. through that voice that he didn't it really know. gets into their yeah. yeah, head space hmm. i uh i 60 40 yeah. i think with us i think we probably have a 60 percent chance of survival 40 percent we just get nuked yeah this is a weird one i i'll I almost don't know what to I actually one hundred percent don't know what to say. <laughs> I was gonna say I almost don't know what to say, but I think quite clearly from me being stumbly bumbly over my words, I really don't know. It maybe because this movie's just maybe this question it's, really reveals how sort of weird this one is in the mm-hmm. series in the franchise. Well, I mean when you've got your suspenders of disbelief. Sometimes mm-hmm. the uh, sur- survivability is also as stretchy, you know? Ah, oh, yes. All right. I guess I could have left the question the same, but I wanted to change this to a little bit as, does the film need to be gooier? And if so, how? So, great. yes. <laughs> For this I, okay. one, I think that fix. I, I mean, I think th- it, I think it would lend to the, especially yes. what is going, I think it'd be a lot more fun and it could play yes. well with how they I could do also, it. See, I... I'm so on the fence on this one because if it's bloodier and gorier, my primal like horror nerd goes like, yeah, I th- that needs to happen. But because this is so comedic intentionally and sometimes unintentionally that I feel that like the juxtaposition of that and having a su- like a h- lot of gore and violence, I think would make it a – not a worse movie? I don't know. This is like this weird Scream 3 is in this weird oasis for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Like, but if you did get, I mean, you could go, I mean, just don't stab their back. 
I think, honestly, if it just wasn't backstabbing for 90% of the movie, it would probably exponentially get bloodier. Yeah, I think you could just get a little bit more creative with all the kills and have them a little bit more bloodier, but in the same tone of the movie, I think would work really well. Mm. I think Sam agrees. Next question would be our villain level for this Ghostface. Roman doing it by himself. So uh, past Solo two movies, Ghostface. we've had double, we have had two people putting on this mask but he's doing it all himself because i mean he said i mean you can do it all yourself when you have that voice changer that really changes things yeah it adds a totally different fucking level i'm probably gonna go with a nine i think because five for iconography because it's ghostface Mm -hmm. and then four not stumbly bumbly has this like multi-voice thing and new level of trickery and fuckery that it can do yeah um is not someone you know closely like totally of the suspect list in any of these films just the biggest out one of the biggest outsider characters of the movie mm-hmm. of the movies so yeah and that there it is yeah i i would say maybe like an for me it's sat between in like an 8.5 and a 9 because the i mean obviously iconography off the charts but the power level for me is like he has the voice changer, but then also the reveal that he also orchestrated everything, everything. that mm-hmm. happened. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to give him a, a 10 because that's like to me, I feel like 10 is like God tier. Like if we're talking like that's horror icons, like that's like the you know Dr. Manhattan of just like omnipotent power and stuff like that. But this is goddamn close. I mean, this is th- this is a trilogy of things and finding out Roman orchestrated all of it and can change his voice. And he did it. So he, he did double Ghostface duty this movie because it's like usually Ghostface is doing half the killings, half the sneaking, half the, you know, traps and stuff all. like that. He's doing it all. Mm-hmm. And then so, some, yeah. Yeah. No, I. I agree. He directed the whole thing. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to give it a nine as well. I think five and a four is a great place to put them at uh, for all the same reasons. Now, this movie here. So, okay, the, you know, the stamp on it screams over. It's a trilogy. It's done. Does it deserve a sequel with that mindset? Or what do you think? So, if you put me back in like 2000, I'd say no. Let's end it. Heck, if you put yeah. me back in like. 2012 I, or 11 whatever the fuck i'd say no because i like five and six so much it's i obviously i'm glad there are sequels mm-hmm. but let's pretend i don't know what i'm gonna get i was really happy with this as a trilogy and didn't need any more yeah i would have been i was satisfied i agree i think that it could have been fine to end the, the trilogy here yeah you just set this it is there. like the yeah as happy as I am for future installments, this has such a nice bow on the trilogy mm-hmm. that it really doesn't necessarily need to be explored any further. It can. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, I think the intent of this did it and nailed it. I almost would have preferred that they didn't do any of the legacy characters and just gave us new characters. Maybe do a little tie-ins here and there because mm-hmm. I love our core four and I'm it's cool that you know two of them are meeks but i don't need i I like where we left our characters i don't need their their stories to be told anymore let's leave them where they were Mm -hmm. give me some new people sure bad sequel for it though okay so it's like we're gonna go ahead and make we're gonna do it making a sequel scream four 
but we just missed the mark on this one. How how are you screwing this one up? Okay, so the reveal is there's three different ghost faces that were all ghost facing separately, not realizing it until the end. And it's our three main characters, Dewey, Gale, and Sid. <laughs> nice. That's good. That is good. I wanted to, it would be something, again, it all comes down to like that reveal. Whoever it is, is actually, it's like they almost do what they did in three again. This person mm -hmm. actually orchestrated everything for Roman. Oh my God. No, I, I think that would be, I think it would be the. God, that would be sequel. such a groan. God. Sorry. <laughs> like, the, oh <laughs> God. Uh, I think if it, they just did it again, as in. Stab four is based off of the ruined movie that stab is stab three. three. So it's the same set and then a whole different. Th so it's basically them like, just redoing the entire movie over again. But being the, too meta about it, too. Yeah, that's making my brain explode. Just trying to think about how they would write that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that's perfect. Now, if this movie were to be a band, what's their name? any songs so i i i'm i'm we always lean into our trends this is gonna be uh shit what the fuck was it there was the big bad screaming daddies and it's a big bad voodoo daddies cover bands where they sing everything about Ooh. scream movies but wow. in the cover of big bad voodoo daddies <laughs> oh wow okay yeah, um big bad i had daddies. oh man mine would be like i got the uh scream popping daddies <laughs> The scream popping daddies. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, I think something like it's gonna sound so weird. All right, so the band name would be Randy's Last Broadcast, and Good. it would be something similar to like New Order or like not fully Joy Division, but it would yeah, be like no. an alternative. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I get that. I hate to kind of ride on. Ross's one from last time, but it's Gail Weathers' doppelganger because Ooh. of Hannifer. And Gail, Gail Weathers' doppelganger is like, I don't know, a grindcore band. It's or it, it's like the Locust <laughs> no, it could, or something. No, it could be their, Gail their, Weathers' their doppelganger. Their song titles are longer than their song. It's a Gail Weathers' say, beat down cover band. Cover band, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> Gail Weathers' doppelganger is like me first in the Gimme Gimmies, but it's just all thrash. It's just thrash covers of just like the weirdest songs. I love it. So now the soundtrack for this one, we definitely get some word off. But do you want to buy that soundtrack or score? Fucking absolutely not. No, no. this is my first. I don't need this one, one at all. Not. Like, Sorry, Sergio. Not. <laughs> this is even the dude even the end credits like i audibly groaned at the song that was in the end credits i was just like Ugh. yeah we finished we finished the movie God. and in the chat uh sergio was hanging out and watching it he says now let's watch the music video for what if <laughs> 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 all right so anything action figure i think shout out let, uh, check out the horror bandwagon on youtube this, yeah shout out horror bandwagon they're gonna come yeah, up again in a moment um Action figure, I mean, yes. Uh, obviously, we always go with ghost faces. Yes. We've kind of talked about our dream action line of I all would, the ghost faces. You can pull their masks off and reveal them. But this one, I would have the characters and ghost face from the Creed What If music video. Nice. Oh, I want it to look like... I want a Jennifer as Gail mm -hmm. Weathers. Um, 
like when we first meet her, she looks like Gail from Stab One. So again, st- or from Scream One, but again, Stab Three, looking like Scream because yes. it's our Gail from One that mm-hmm. we first see. I want that, yeah, for sure. Um, and what was the other action figure? If I remember, I'll let you sure know. Sure you will. <laughs> Mine was going to be like in this style. So it's going to look very cartoonized, but it's like almost like a play set, a piece mm-hmm. of all of them, all the characters almost looking like a Scooby-Doo scene, all in a, yes. a, a row together, looking like they're running oh, or something yes. with Ghostface chasing them. And then, yeah, oh, like a perfect. hallway or something. I'm not big on mashup shirts anymore. I used to really be into That'd mashup be a fun shirts, one. but not so much anymore. But I would take a Scream 3 Scooby-Doo matchup shirt. We always come oh, up yeah. with like the really good shirts we come up for this. I'm like, I can't fucking draw that i can put a, a, a still from a movie <laughs> on and like write a funny caption and throw it on <laughs> right but yeah that, that that's the sh- that's the shirt for this uh episode for sure i love that one mm-hmm. all right prop what do you want i'll tell t- i want the floppy knife uh that floppy knife <laughs> mine's a little earlier picks it- up Mine's a little earlier in that scene when she first goes to the receptionist's office the and they have derp, <laughs> the, the, <boob. laughs> the derpy, the derpy green uh, ghost face. So, that yeah, ginormous fucking thing. Oh, yeah. It's like the big stab ghost. Yeah, face. but it's like, I don't know. There's something frumpy about it. It's like it's it's in uncanny valley ghost face where it's like mm. someone haphazardly made it too sure. big, too fast. There's a, am I crazy or is there something wrong with that? <laughs> There's something off with that ghost face. I'll take a rack full of ghost face costumes. Oh, I'll take one of those Ooh. racks too. There's enough to go around. Right. Do you want one? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll get We're one. all taking a rack. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know Ross Wait, is going oh, for the rack. Ta- I, you know what I want? I want uh, uh, Derek's Greek letters that Sid wears. <laughs> you want it from Scream 3 and not Scream 2. I want yeah, the Greek so letters funny. from Scream 2. <laughs> <laughs> well, perfect. cool because I'm getting the one. No, perfect. Too bad she doesn't wear them anymore. You can't have any Ross. <laughs> All right, you can take one of her kids. <laughs> what are you gonna do at the midnight show for this? I mean, obviously we got to. Uh, from this point on, we always have to recreate stab movie theater opening from Scream Two. We always have yes, to have full right. ghost faces. But what particularly do we want going on? The world of Hollywood. Throwing cotton balls when we see the one hundred percent cotton. Oh, that's good. Logo. Or when he's about to get stabbed, he's just you just throw cotton balls. That's good. Yeah. Plug it up. Uh, <laughs> just plug it up. <laughs> There's a lot to be done. <laughs> uh. You could yell. You could yell. How how'd you, How does your lawyer feel about that? How does your lawyer feel about that? That's a really good one. Everyone needs um, to have some sort of like. This could be really chaotic quickly, but like a like a like a sound machine, like a soundboard type of thing, so that they yeah. can throw in little and like boings mm-hmm. and whistles oh, and like make it super cartoony, yeah. and that'd be fun. Oh, uh, when every when at the beginning when the guy says. So tell me, Miss Weathers, was it worth it? Everybody in the crowd goes, oh! Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like it's a mic drop thing. And we're all like, like oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, totally. I love it. And then last, but certainly not least, does Pearl from X survive? Geriatric <laughs> <laughs> And how does Pearl. she die in this one? <laughs> I think that she's going to be running away from Ghostface, falls, and just hits her head wrong. It's and just 
just out. It's going to be something on set. Wait. She's going to be on set. Mine, mine is a falls as well. She, but my, she, all right, what's your? I, I haven't quite figured it out. It's like it's like she's on set because like obviously she's over in, in Hollywood now. She's like this is great and like kind of like wandering around the set. And yeah, she's like walking mm. up the stairs and like trips. <laughs> I, would, like, I, I the, the right. two corners just like so, who. She impales himself on a floppy knife. She's walking up the stairs and walking to the set and opens the door and just falls out the second story. Falls down. (laughs) Great. Mine is she's, we'll say she's Jennifer's housekeeper or Uh something. And they all run out and it explodes and they all run and fall down the hill. And she just fall down the hill and they get to the bottom and she's just just dead. Bones and ash. Rocks and broken bones. They look up and Ghostface is standing by the van, <gasps> and he's like, he, "I found he her like holds this." Holds up the knife. There's nothing on it, and he wipes the no blood off of it. Love it. That is a perfect time to go ahead and pull out our Ghostface knives as we rate this film on our Chuddle scale. On this show, we like to use our little fun subjective rating of zero to five fingers. Uh, this mm-hmm. kind of to give us a feel. This doesn't necessarily say, "Hey, this movie's the best movie ever made," but it is in our heart. More or less. Each finger adds to the score, you know. We chop them off. We throw them in. We have a good time and we do a little dance. These ratings are going to go as follows. I'll go first. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Fuck it. Engaging. This is going to get a full one for engaging. Uh, this one's super fun. I love it. And the more I watch this one, and especially with a few recent times again recently, because I mean, when Scream 5 came around, I watch these movies again. When Scream 6 came around, I watched these movies again. So, and then like for this, I've watched these movies again. So each time mm-hmm. I've gotten, I've under, I've had more fun with this and I've enjoyed it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Engage. Sticky. Yeah, this is going to stick with me. And there's a lot of really good memories with this. So it's definitely going to get a one for that. N- not, not, not sticky in the sense of it. It's got blood, but I mean, I, re- I remember a lot of this movie for sure at this point. Sure. Yeah. T-shirtable. I mean, we came up with a great t-shirt and it's always Ghostface mm-hmm. and I think there's nothing wrong with anything Ghostface, so it's going to get a one for that as well. Cockles, especially these times around, I really did enjoy this a lot more and had a really good time with it, as I'm going to keep saying. So it's going to get a one for Cockles. <laughs> and rewatchable. What did I do? I've watched this in the watch party today. And then I started watching it again a little bit afterwards. And it was just fun. It's fine. It's I mean, I could probably be like, well, maybe I'll go 0.5 here or there. But this movie automatically gets bumped up because the doggo lives. So it's going to get a full five. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Whoa. You're going to see a theme with how I like screen huh. movies. <laughs> i just enjoy it so much like and it it, it is i mean if i really sat down and like tried to like analyze or do anything like this and really think about things it might change a little bit but in terms of what this movie and and the heart that i feel from it and especially now at this point fuck it let's go for it i love it yeah you got me i'm hot under the collar though all right sam that was so exciting here let's cool you off or or heat you up even more it's your turn to rate it i guess we'll find out Scream 3. Scrathream. This was the first one I saw in theaters. So, nostalgia 
just can't help but play a part oh, in this totally. one for me. Let's begin. Engaging. That's a one, sir. Um, even though the third act is a mess, it's an endearing, engaging mess that I'm still like, it's not a mess in the sense where I just like stop paying attention and start doing other things. It's a mess in the sense that it's like, what the fuck is happening? So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm never uninterested. Sticky? Absolutely sticky. Full finger there. The, the stab three set. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the opening with Cotton, even though it's not very bloody, I, it's, I think it's very clever and interesting. I like it. I could go on, but I shan't because I can't mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> the uh, next we have T-shirtable. T-shirtable is definitely getting a full one. I've never had a Scream Three shirt, but I absolutely would. Obviously, it would have to be cool enough, as with any shirt, but I I, I like it enough. There's cool enough stuff in it. A Scooby-Doo one, like we just said, and I'm there. Cockles. Yeah, I mean, how, how could this not do the cockles? It goes back to nostalgia and my love for Scream, and I'm just always going to be mm-hmm. partial. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Which is finally going to bring us over to the last finger rewatchable in that i have only watched this one and three quarters times mm-hmm. for this viewing um but i've seen it plenty before then it was probably it's probably my second most watched screen oh. movie so compared to four you're a big forehead be full of one <laughs> sorry as well <laughs> and I was not expecting to give it a. I five. was not expecting you to either, but I mean, I think. It's a, but I just talking about it logically again. I could, logically, yeah, oh yeah, well, yeah, maybe not this or that. But uh, being so much that our ratings I, are based on feelings and just putting some sort yeah, of metric to mm-hmm. that, I think it works, and I, I'd say it's acceptable. I I agree, and also I bit this watching this and just thinking about Scream has made me like Scream Two even more. So I think. On that, I was at a four or five and dropped it to a four because I was like, no, four or five doesn't, isn't right. I think it was that movie. If I didn't, it's definitely a four or five. Right. I, I bump it back up to the four or five. Give it a four or five. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we can, but we can, scream yeah. three, five. Perfect. We'll revisit, relitigate that another day during our annual re rating of the Scream franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Ross Purvis. Why don't you go ahead and knock this rating down a peg or two? Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, engaging. <sighs> engaging. Because <laughs> 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 it, it, I was engaged, but I don't know for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a 0. Mm. 0.5 for engaging. There's no for the right reasons right. on engaging. Um I was engaged, but sometimes I was just like, what the f- I'll give it a 0.5. Sticky? Sticky, I'm also going to give a 0.5. Um, there are definitely some memorable stuff, um, and it will stick with me. But then there's just, I don't know. I, I think it's the the comedic level of this never hit me this hard until this viewing. And it's mm-hmm. almost like a National Lampoon does scream 
for me. You know what I mean? Um, I can I'm I can see that. Which is like especially, I don't know, being so for the gusto for the last few installments. You know what I mean? And then then revisiting this is like well, there are people who feel the same way about one and two. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's true. Um, t-shirtable. T-shirtable gets a solid one. Uh, it's Ghostface. Uh, I will have Ghostface with futuristic voice modulator. Uh, <laughs> that we can. I I'd even have just a blown up house with just Ghostface's face in the smoke. You know what I mean? Would be hilarious. Just a giant building on fire. Um, that would be amazing. <laughs> would be uh, cockles. Oh man. Okay. This one, I'm. This one, I'm going to give a point five. It was almost a one. It's they're drained, but they're they're not they're not expelled. You know what I mean? Like there are some hilarious moments in this. Mm-hmm. And I think it's. I think for me, it's more the cockles of humor that versus the cockles of horror. You know, so it's like, I don't know. Yeah. No yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I finish yeah. in that. Actually, I'll just say now because I won't remember. I created this scale to apply to any kind of movie, not just horror movies, because I use it personally on all movies oh, nice. I watch. Yeah. So you can, anybody can go ahead and take that, put it in their pocket, maybe use it sometime. <laughs> Why don't you go do that? Uh, and then rewatchable is going to get a 0.5 for me too. So um, I, will, I will rewatch this movie, but this is definitely not my first pick in the least bit in the in the franchise if i'm gonna go for sure. one i mean i'll go for either og two sometimes gets you know what i mean or the latter it's just this is the one this is literally last up like this would be my last one that i would pick in a rewatch including four <laughs> sims of anti four not anti but he's just <laughs> i'm just <sighs> I'm not anti for it, but that is so easily yeah. my last one compared. Yeah. I, I love all the screen movies. We'll see how I feel. Last time I did a rewatch, I liked four a lot more than I had in the the past. But we'll we'll hey, we'll get to Same. it. Right. Um. So I think that's that puts you at a sorry. What are you, I just three. I think. Yeah. And then yeah. that puts our overall score for a screen right three at a four point yeah. three. Which Ross, I believe. I'm sorry. What was it? A 4.3 for Scream a three, and I know Ross, you have to boogie on out because you got shit going mm-hmm. on. I got a baby. So we're gonna continue on and uh, with some uh, some little things and wrap us on up here tonight. Sounds good. Yeah, you can close your shit out. Do whatever you need to do. Okay. So what does the club have to say? Good night. We love you. Good night. Love you. I love you guys. I love you, channel members. Travis, the butthurt Plavis says, this is where the franchise went off the rails, but in a great way. 3.5 out of 5. Trevor, the Witchmaster of Pleasure, chimed in on this one, and he said, I'm not a, I'm just not a fan of bangs. That's, that's all I got out of him with the discussion here. Uh, uh, I called him Alex the Fine Phallus Witch this time. Uh, he goes and says this. In my opinion, Scream 1 is the best, but Scream 3 is my favorite. I grew up in Los Angeles in the 90s, and his parents worked in the entertainment industry. So the fact that the last of the 90s Scream movies took place in Hollywood always resonated with them. The locations, the vibe, loves it all. I think that the film featured one of the trilogy's scarier moments, and I guess it was about 13 at the time. Um, more The ghost of Maureen Prescott coming to Sydney's window always creeped him out and found interesting. That is interesting. So that was something that didn't always work on me on the first times. Same. And I've never, I guess, was creeped by it, but it works for me I'm now. As f- I like it now, but yeah. it didn't work for me when I was young. But it I can 
I think the part about him living there and like being mm-hmm. sort of resonating part of all with that, that yeah, yeah. is very interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. It's funny. He goes on to say, I know some people don't like it because they feel it's supernatural, but I always felt it was more of a psychological element, which I totally agree, I agree. with. Yes. 100%. But I think when I was young, I thought of it as supernatural and watching it now, I think right. of it as psychological. Right. I just kind of include everything he said. Well, I feel like Scream 2 tries to remake the first film, but at a twist, I like that Scream 3 has more of a sense of humor about itself and feels like instead of trying to remake one for the sake of the sequel, it's pushing our characters forward and making them grow. I mean, I can, I, I agree with that. Absolutely. Um, I, I think this installment gives Sydney a lot of agency and much more rewarding, fulfilling ending than 2 does. Certainly. Uh, While well, she just saunters off to class, seeing her friends and boyfriend get butchered. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the conclusion loves uh, Dale Gooey. Gooey. Hey, Gooey. Gooey. That's their name. <laughs> Gale and Dewey. Gooey. Goo gob. Uh, romance uh, is fulfilling to see in the movie. I we agree. I love that. Here. Obviously, we, we, yeah. both of us just gave this movie a five, so we totally agree with you on this point. <laughs> we see them really growing as characters. Uh, Parker Posey steals the show and is amazing and dynamic with Courtney Cox. Scream 1 will always be the best, but Scream 3 will always be their, uh, his favorite. That's fair. I, don't need to I, I mean, that Scream 1 is my favorite and the best, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But f- for a long time, Scream 3 was my favorite. I know 2 was your or, you know, second favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, although I gotta, I mean, we'll get to it one day, but uh, these, these those new, new ones, we're loving them. We're crush it. Yeah. 100% on board with those. But it's like, you know, uh, amongst fives who's your favorite it's hard to say right exactly <laughs> all my kids i love them all so this was this was a really fun one too because we did get a lot of interaction on this one before we actually recorded so sergio from the horror bandwagon also chimed in my opinion is worthless now that y'all recorded he thought we recorded ah, all that sucker <laughs> But um, he says, Scream 3 never felt like a bad movie to me growing up. I used to rewatch this trilogy so much. However, now that I can see the flaws in it, but even then, I still think it's a solid entry. I'm a Woodsboro freak, so I was just missing the vibe. But the Hollywood setting did make things interesting. And Parker Posey is just everything. She made the movie for me. And my goal in life is to recite every bit of her dialogue randomly in daily life. (laughs) Four out of five. And we still have Ricky Prejean, the witchy Cajun, says... Never seen it. 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Nightclub. Nightclub, for, indeed. So, I mean, we're going to say the Chuddle Club puts this movie right around a 4.1, what the average basically. So, that's kind of right so around what we We've said with a 4.3. That's interesting. Yeah. Look at us. I think uh, look all, us. Us like all of us all the saying that. Hey, look at us. <laughs> 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 all right so the, the next question to ask is how does this rank up with other movies in the club and where does it sit so scream 2 came in at that f- or excuse me scream 3 came in at 4.3 right at that same level is friday the 13th part 3 color out of space revealer go watch revealer Definitely uh, go watch revealer black phone the blob sitting right below it we have like final destination 2 and texas like chainsaw 2 scream to but that needs an adjustment for my score it sure will so let me go ahead and adjust that now see where that sends us we'll go ahead and change so it brings it up to a 4.3 okay so they're the same so they're the same now love it okay so those are our scores for that one and that brings us to one more thing tonight and that is our final thingy 
All right, this question's ridiculous for our final thingy. I didn't have anything prepared, so I went over to good old Ava, and she says, would you rather be trapped inside the movie set of Scream 3 with Ghostface chasing you, or have to watch the movie on repeat for 24 hours straight with the lights turned off? Oh, that is tough. (laughs) One sounds like I could die, and the other sounds super (laughs) scary. (laughs) But if there's one thing we know... I'm a big boy who doesn't get scared. Oh, thank God. I think I'll watch Scream 3 for 24 hours on repeat with the lights <laughs> off. <laughs> right. I don't think that's a that's a hard choice here, but I do think that is a good point to end it at tonight. Jump into our Discord. Let us know how you feel about that one. So that's going to conclude the Chuddle the Pod movie club meeting. And as a club member, don't forget you're the heart and soul. Jump into our Discord. We love to connect with you there. Uh, club members hanging out over there. Past guests. Uh, some movie makers are, are chilling. They might see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. They might want to know. So get in there. Chat with us. Hang out. We're, we're doing like watch-alongs now and get into some really, really fun shit. And it's 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 a good time. What are you doing there. in there now? I haven't been able to join. <laughs> You've oh, dude, like- you got classic doctor who and you're playing music on youtube and oh dude okay so it was ridiculous i was just bored and actually you know procrastinating not doing other shit i should be doing so yeah uh saturday mornings is gonna be uh, what i had i was playing around with i was just started from literally doctor who classic episode one and just kind of put that on uh-huh. playthrough and just started letting Doctor Who play it's like through. Aztec or something, right? Uh, that comes, I think that's the next series we're on. We're going to finish, finish up a, a, a Dalek arc. Okay. Um, and then we're going on to some of that that stuff. So we're, get, we're working our way through that. I'm actually going to, it's going to be, you know, it's a Saturday morning. Um, what did I actually call it in the thing? A goo block. <laughs> It's essentially that, yeah, yeah, Saturday morning goo. Uh, it's going to be, uh, I'm going to try to get some old cartoons and stuff mixed in there Great. and just have a, a good time, hang out. I mean, we're not like chat, we're chatting in the the the, the text chat. We're not like talking right. over everything talking. there. So that, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> and then right after that, I did the, uh, I don't fucking remember what I called it, but we jumped in and I just like put on a like, I just started DJing and I put music on and then yeah. like doing the shuttle mixes so it would be like blue by eiffel 65 with travis saying i don't have time for shuttle like, <laughs> i just like keep like hitting that over and over again with the beat and just like playing around and stuff and we were hanging out in there and having a good time and then we have the shuttle theater where we we're hanging around hanging out watching scream three and it's just gonna it's, it's it's fun the club it's evolving and we're loving it here shuttle the network get on it thank you everyone so much coven we love you follow sam at chuddle the sam on letterboxd he's got all his good movie stuff over there at ross purvis on instagram so you can get at what he's going on with his art and his tattooing and if you want to get any of that stuff from him find me in that discord and don't forget to find all of us at chuddle the pod on those places as well and rate review us be a friend tell a friend and until next time my lawyer liked that